0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Out of This Road Radio with your host Ted Mar, broadcasting today with help of my great friends Don and Doug at BBS Radio. And I'm so glad you're here. We have a fantastic show ahead of us today. First part of the show, we'll be uh, talking to my good friend Liam McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation up in Seattle, and we'll be talking about the need for clean water for the Hopi. I know you, I hope you're not getting tired of this subject, but the Hopi um, only lived men only lived to 44 years and women 53 54 years on the reservation, from the radiation in the water and and arsenic in the water. Can you believe that? Here in the United States, we have people only living about half of what the rest of the country lives because the water is so terrible. Well, thanks to Leon, myself, Martha Childress, Michiko Hoyashi, and and Ernest Tahoe, and many others, we've been been fundraising for clean water for the Hopi now for the past, um, gosh, four years. And we're making huge progress. And Leon will be talking about that as well in just a few minutes. Um, And this this will be followed by a wonderful interview with my good friend, Michael Jaco, starting at 10.30 p.m. or sorry, a.m. Pacific time for about an hour and a half. If you have any questions for Michael, be sure to email me at outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. We'd be happy to answer them on the air. Then starting at 12 noon. I will be talking about spies among us. Um the negatives are getting very desperate to stay here on the planet and so um some people who you think are light workers aren't really um but we'll be going over that here and how to protect yourself if you are attacked by them. Uh the last part of the program will be on Mount Shasta and channeling Zora from the Hollow Earth. John, Zora came to me last week and he said that he has many messages to give and so I'll be channeling his messages, beautiful messages um, on the show here at about, uh, uh, that'll be at um, uh, 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 2.30 p.m. Central Time. Anyway, and I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. With Today's show, we should have approximately 125 million listeners, a new record um, in over 100 countries. And that just tells me that the planet's waking up and, and more people than ever want to make this world a better place. And I want to thank everyone from my heart for all your wonderful, wonderful support. The purpose of this show was to make this world a much better and happier place. I know that if we all work together, we can and will create a much better and happier planet. My program is a nonprofit, listener-supported show. And if you'd like to donate, uh, whatever amount you'd like would be great. Uh, You can go to my BBS website or to my regular website at outofthisworld1150 at uh, gmail.com. Um, I also will be having a, a second, another show this afternoon at 3 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, talking about Father's Day and how wonderful it is to have our fathers. And I'll be talking a lot of interesting things then. And if you'd like to, uh, I like, hope you can join me for that, for that show. Then on Monday, on my German show, I have a new German translator um, coming to us from a very spiritual place. She's a Reiki healer and a psychic herself. She'll be translating, uh, Isma will be translating uh, for me on my show beginning at 12 noon Pacific time, and I hope you all can can listen to that. Um, We'll we'll see if, um, is, 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 Leon, are you there, my friend?
1: Um, Yes, I'm here, Ted.
0: Okay, thank you, my friend. Hold on here. Great, Leon. Nice to hear your voice, my friend. Uh, Anyway, okay, thanks so much, Don. I just sent him some some images. Um, I uh, want to start off. The, I always love to start the program off with hitting my 528 hertz uh, tuning fork. When I hit this on Lemurian crystal, it spreads love and light everywhere. So I'm going to hit that now. The last time it was funny. I hit this on this crystal and the crystal shattered. So I don't want to shatter it today, but I will hit it. There we go. That's the first one. That's the frequency of love, 528 hertz. I'm going to hit this twice more. So if anyone has ever wondered what the frequency of love is, well, it's this right here. It's 528 hertz. If you'd like to order one, just go to my website at outofthisworldreadings.com and feel free to order it there. It's not that expensive. I'm happy to to ship it out to you. I also um, have been in touch with the other side um, for the last 28 29 years, and I, I teach people how to talk to the other side. I also give readings, and if you'd like a reading or like to enter my spiritual mentoring program, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can go to my website at outofthisworldreadings, that's plural, uh, dot com, and, and sign up. Um, I love sharing uh, my knowledge of, of the other side, and I have about uh, 28 29 years of talking to spirits on the other side. I can also teach people how to connect with uh, benevolent extraterrestrials. I have a new book coming out in a couple of months called Journey to the Other Side um, that will be self-published. And as soon as it's ready, I'll let you know. You can also order a pre-publication copy of it for I think like $20 now, if you'd like. And if you're interested in that, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. My other book, Messages from the Masters, uh, is also available. It's messages from Albert Einstein, President Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Nikolai Tesla, and many other beautiful spirits on our beautiful, bright future. If you'd like a copy of that, I think that's just $20 or $21. Just send me a, a email if you'd like. I'd be happy to send you one. My email address, again, is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. And um, also, I wanted to let people know I will be going back to Mount Shasta um at the end of this month, and also again at the end of August, early September. Shasta is a fantastic place. We always see um lots of Sasquatch there, meet the Pleiadians, and also get in touch with the Telosians. And uh it's a beautiful place. It's now shifting into the uh fourth and fifth dimensions. And I hope you can I hope you can you can all come. If you want more information, just send me an email. Of course, we're getting some noise in the background. Um, anyway, um, the um, um, the my email address is out of this world 1150 at gmail.com, and it's always a fantastic time there. We uh, have an amazing experience. Many miracle healings happen at Mount Shasta. My, my eyesight, for example, was restored to 2010 crystal clear vision after, after having 2050 vision in one of my eyes for many years, and they also gave me a new heart a couple of years ago. So Uh, I've seen all kinds of miracles happen at Mount Shasta. If you're interested, please send me an email. I'd be happy to send you more more details. The only thing the people of Telos ask, and the Pleiadians and the Sasquatch ask, is that you be of a high vibration and and positive energy. If you're negative um, or or have a lot of doubts, uh, they don't want you to come, because you're going into a sacred sacred place in their living room, and um, they... um, Uh, They want to be of help, but they don't want negative energy there. So anyway, with that, I'd love to have my friend on, Leon. Leon, how are you doing there? Can you hear me okay?
1: I can hear you okay, Ted. Everything's going great. And I love that what you said about if you go in the living room, you have to have positive energy because positivity is the key.
0: That's right. That's right. And like the old saying goes, Leon, birds of a feather flock
1: together. And I love it, Ted. <laughs> love it. <laughs> you just brought, I'm smiling and you brought just, oh, my whole body just feel like so energetic after you just made that speech. That is awesome.
0: No, oh, my pleasure. My, my pleasure, my friend. Well, we're all in this together. And one of the things that President Kennedy told me about a year and a half ago um, was that um, if once we realize that we're all one with God, we'll stop fighting. We'll stop blaming we'll we'll start picking we'll stop picking on other people because we'll realize we're all one you know and and if we're all if we are all all one then we won't then um we won't need to fight and 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 we'll we'll be able to get along much better than, than we do now even so
1: yes yes no wars no bickering like you said the world would be very peaceful right exactly and it's coming to that it's coming to that. Exactly.
0: Now, Leon, you've got some exciting news. And I just, I read your email this morning. Um, 22 water units going to the first Mesa Elementary School um, and elementary school teachers. So they don't have to drink. Imagine that. They don't have, no, they no longer have to drink uranium and arsenic and old lace. And, um, um, and then you're having a dinner, uh, a music fundraiser at the community church in downtown Kirkland. Um, is that today?
1: That's today. Okay. Yeah.
0: We better yeah, mention that it.
1: five. It's going to be dinner, a concert, um, okay. fundraiser, auction on what we have done from the um, auction that we started for the global giving. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a great event this evening. Um, and we had that great news yesterday from what we have started out with you because, as you know, I had no idea that the Hopi and Navajo even had a situation in America, in Arizona with uranium, arsenic, and a lot of other contaminants and viruses in their water from those mining companies. And like you said, the average guy living to be 44 years old, kids getting cancers at 16 children, drinking contaminated water. So to be able to put the water unit in um, the first Mesa school and also, um, the school teachers' homes for their children and families what a, that live on the reservation. what a unbelievable great thing that the whole community, the reservation is um, accepting us with warm arms to be able to do that. so yeah, it's great things are happening, and I'm super excited because now the children become goodwill ambassadors, they tell the community about the water. Um, that they're getting at the school and they're learning about water elementary school kids isn't that great
0: that's fantastic and now they're getting those books those children's books from the moto peace project too
1: exactly that's coming with the units the um uh the message of water
0: that's fantastic well i'd like to make a special shout out today for um, anyone who'd like to donate specifically for the books would be wonderful. Let's see if I've got a copy. Oh, I just happen to have a copy here. <laughs> this is one of the books here. It's called the message from water. And this is one of the beautiful water crystals that Dr. Moto found this, this was created when he wrote the words love and gratitude on a bottle of water. And on the molecular level, on the microscopic level, these beautiful water crystals would appear like this. However, on the other side of the coin, when you spend, send negative thoughts to a, to a glass of water you get negative looking um water crystals i'm looking for an example here oh there's there's there is exa- oh here we go here's one called you fool you can see that Leon, there it's um yes. it's kind of a jumbled uh, a jumbled mess but anyway these go with all the water filters to teach kids and adults you know that their thoughts are powerful um and that we can create a much better and happier world by thinking positively and uh Wow, you're doing such wonderful work. Well, I think we should explain. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, I was saying it is so true when you said the message of water, because when you say love and gratitude, the mm-hmm. crystal come out a whole different way. And that show you about what positive vibrations, the power of positive p- vibrations.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I've gotten, um, Leon, I took a couple of those pictures you sent me and I sent them to Don, my producer. He's such a a good man. He does great work. And Don, if we could show a couple of those pictures now, it just shows the the Hopi Indians and teachers getting their water filters. I think that would be nice. Um, And uh, I'll also send you a note too. Hopefully you'll be able to see it okay. Um, Just write a little note. Uh, Great. Thanks, Don, so much. Okay, this is on the Clean Water Foundation. Um, a little fuzzy, but this talks about the – great. Thanks, Don, so much. This talks about the um, fundraiser tonight. It's at the um, Life Community Church at 2 – let me see. Thanks, Don, so much. PM. 5 p.m. tonight, Pacific Time, 232 Fifth Avenue, South in Kirkland, Washington, 98033. A lot of good people in the Seattle, Washington area. I know who will support that. It's a dinner, music fundraiser, and and auctions free to the public. And um, it's for clean water for um, Mexico, Hopi, Navajo, Blackfeet, and children around the world isn 't that wonderful the cellelles Teles Community Center for women and Orphans in mexico so that 's great that 's great If you are in the Seattle area, please come and um, um, would you like to give out your number or email in case people have more questions about the event tonight
1: yeah um, they can um... Go on the website, Mm www.CleanWaterFoundationWA.org if they would like to donate. Um, And they can call me at 206-228-6836. And if they want to come, we got plenty of food. Bring your appetite. We wanted to make sure that we're feeding um, the whole community. We ordered so much food because we want everybody to know about the situation in the water crisis with the um, Hopi, the Navajo, um, and we just added the Blackfeet in Mexico and children around the world because two million children die, lack of clean, fresh drinking water in the world. Wow. And also Are you there? With, yeah, okay. 50% right. of the world's hospital beds is filled with people with waterborne illnesses. So it's a problem that can definitely be fixed. And like you said, and on the reservation, imagine that the average lifespan is 44 years old. I mean, that's horrible kids getting cancer at 16 because of drinking uranium. Who would ever think that, you know, somebody would be having uranium and arsenic in their water in the day's times and in America. And we're American helping Americans. I mean, I didn't know until you had told me, Ted. So to have this event, Um, To have the community involved to say, hey, we're bringing a lot of food. We're bringing a concert. We want the community to come to um, witness what's going on and to talk about the cause is great.
0: Great. Well, you're doing great work, uh, Leon. We've got some time left. Um, I was going to say also there in the um, Hopi reservations, there's three mesas. First Mesa, Second Mesa, and Third Mesa. And this one is for the First Mesa. So eventually, I'm sure you'll be able to get to the Second and Third Mesa's as well, which have their own school systems and their own.
1: own Exactly. As well. This is one big step of the many big steps that will be taken. I mean, just for the school to say, hey, you're a grassroots organization. Come on in. We need your help because it should be big corporations helping those guys, just like the people that polluted the water there, the mining company, the Peabody Mining Company and other mining companies. I mean, they have millions and billions of dollars. Why wouldn't they help them? And it's a grassroots effort like you, Ted, me, to do the deal because they can't, the big corporations won't do it. They tie them up in bureaucracy. Um, They make them jump through a billion hoops where it's impossible. And meanwhile, you got those children and their families drinking contaminated water and dying.
0: Right, right. I I agree with you. I agree with you, Leon. And it doesn't cost that much. I mean, what is it, $125 for a water unit?
1: $150. The water unit can uh, provide 50 people with clean, fresh drinking water. And the water unit lasts for 30 years. We change the filter every year after 10,000 gallons of water. So it's uh, really affordable. And we have a filter that takes out contaminants and viruses. And like you said, plus with the Dr. Emoto Book of Prayer on top, it's even better. So we had the manufacturers come in and say, hey, here's a $600 unit for $150. Here's a filter that normally would cost you $250 for $50 just like we got the community involved. So we got a lot of great people that's working with us to make sure these children and their families have clean, fresh drinking water.
0: Well, wow, what what beautiful work you, you, you do. We all do to help with these. Yes,
1: well, it started from you, Ted, because like I said, I had no idea. We're in 35 different countries, but we wasn't in America till I was on your show. And you said, what are you doing for the Hopi and Navajo tribe? And I didn't even know they had a water situation. So it's just been a great, great um, project. And it all started from you.
0: Oh, well, thank you. You're very kind to
1: to say that, Leon.
0: It started actually when I visited the Hopi back in the fall of um, 2017. And um, Dr. Omoto had worked with a couple of different Hopi on the reservation back when he was alive before he was murdered by the Chinese. And um, I drove through the reservation back in the fall of 2017 with people that Michiko had referred me to on the reservation. so I went to the reservation and they told me all about what was going on. Um, and wow. I, I was shocked. Wow. They had no idea. And, you know, you're not going to read this about in main media. The, the media is controlled in the United States. And most of what they have is garbage or lie. Yeah,
1: I mean, because I didn't know till you told me. I mean, like you say, you didn't yeah. read about it in the newspaper. You didn't see it on mm-hmm. any of the top. You know what I mean? Um, shows out there. Um, and so, like I said, I was on your show and you told me and when I found out and we took a water sample. So talk about proof in the pudding when we took that water sample and seen the uranium and arsenic. And we were like they used to have some of the freshest waters in the world. And then it got contaminated with those mining companies. Unbelievable. But what for
0: for what they told me, Leon, Peabody Mining drained out all the water, almost all the water out of the aquifer. So nowadays, there's just a little bit of water left at the bottom. And that little bit of water left at the bottom is what the Hopi and Navajo pump out to the top. Unfortunately, it's full of radiation, arsenic, and old lace. It's toxic. The whole place is toxic now. And Peabody um, hasn't stepped forward. They have billions of dollars, but do you think they'd share a couple thousand for clean water filters for the Hopi?
1: Nope. No way. That's exactly right, Ted. That's why I was shocked when I seen that. And like you said, they're a serious mining company. And when I talked to Vernon and Ernest and they told me how they had put a pipeline that the a world's biggest pipeline to go from that aquifer to um, Nevada to supply power for California. Unbelievable. The coal company did that with the pipeline for energy. So you're right. Peabody Energy, which they call them now, <laughs> and they got billions and billions is unbelievable because look how much energy costs. So they robbed them of the water and they told them originally that they wasn't going to even take that much water. And like you said, they went to the bottom, even though they told them, Oh, we're only going to use, you know, just a little bit of your water. They drained them.
0: Right. Right. They drained the whole thing out.
1: Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. It's unbelievable, but help us on its way. Um, I know there has been efforts, um, to get government funding, but that's been kind of um problematic. There's always seems to be obstacles in in the path. And um but private this is all a private funding effort. 100 percent of all monies raised go right to the whole beef clean water. So you know we're all we're all volunteers here. You know yep. really and important.
1: grassroots is the best. I know I learned so much out there. We did a rain dance it actually rained when I was out there. That blew me away learning um different cultures is unbelievable. It's like being a foreign exchange student, learning new culture. So (laughs) to learn, and they're not foreign. I mean, this is, we're American. So, you know, you're saying, hey, a foreign exchange student, this is right here in America, learning the different cultures. When they did the rain dance, and it rained, and we actually got video of it, Mm -hmm. um, where it was super sunny, then all of a sudden started raining, was a miracle within itself when we had the fundraiser out there. Mm -hmm. So learning the new cultures, that they are the protectors of the earth, which I had no clue on. It's like a little kid going to elementary school myself. <laughs> so, you know, it's like sitting in the classroom all over again, you know, to learn this on what they do and how they protect the earth and how they pray for all of the creatures is amazing. And to get that done to them was, um, you know, it, it was horrible.
0: Yeah, Right. Right. I want to thank Martha, too. She's a great lady, Martha Childress, because she was the one who called me when I was um, just entering into, where was I? I was just, I was, I was in New Mexico, and she called me. She said, why don't you visit the Hopi? Um, and I said, good idea. So then I detoured and visited them. That's what ha- that wow. happened. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, have you
1: plans to go down, any plans to go down to Hopi soon? Leon? Yeah, we're looking at doing another concert down there in October. Um, so, yeah, we're having we're planning on doing a big concert, uh, fundraising concert in October with okay. um, the Hopi uh, trap for more water units to go for the Hopi and Navajo. And um, Ernest has actually put water units on some of the Navajo homes also. So we're spreading out, getting the word out. October should be a big event that we're going to have we got a series of events coming here in Washington um, for the Hopi and Navajo working with the Kirkland Chamber of Commerce the mayor um, of Kirkland so we're we're bringing in um, political people we're bringing in the community so it's good we're getting the word out and along with our partners airline ambassadors who's joined us Nancy and those guys so mm-hmm. it's 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 um it's working out really well. This grassroots thing is growing like a snowball growing.
0: Right, right. I want to mention too. I want to thank Nancy so much, regard for her efforts through airline ambassadors because I know that that organization donated. I think it was twenty thousand back a couple of years ago, year or two ago. Um,
1: oh, um, we had um, uh, Teresa thirty thousand, Nancy 30, and, 30, and Global Giving forty thousand. So 40, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 40 with Nancy and Global Giving and Teresa, your friend. Um right. 30, that started the first water uh project.
0: Right. Yeah, that was uh that was amazing. And Airline Ambassadors is affiliated with um American Airlines. And I want to thank American for sponsoring this as well. Great airline. Um and uh they've really stepped up the plate and helped make this world a, a better place. Nancy does fantastic work too. Yes. Um Anyway, my friend, well, what, you know, the dates in October, maybe people in Phoenix, Arizona, maybe area or Salt Lake City.
1: We're, we're still working on that date because we're looking at getting an Orpheum theater. So oh. uh, we were originally going to plan it on the reservation and we said, hey, let's get the Orpheum because they were interested saying, let's try to see what we could do out there in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. So we're actually talking to those guys to pick out a date. Um, and looking at bringing in um, a reggae group, um, it's just going to be like a variety show.
0: Great. Well, that sounds Native fun.
1: American groups will be performing there. You know, the, the, the dancing, um, what they do, they're looking at the Apache dance troupe to talk to them, plus the Hopi dance troupe. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're working okay. on the date, but we're planning October sometime in October.
0: Oh, that's great. I want to introduce you to my good friend, Michael Jaco. Michael, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great.
2: Doing great, Ted. Thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, great to see you, my friend. Um, uh, I'd like to introduce you to my good friend, Leon McLaughlin. Leon and I and a couple other people, we work together to raise uh, money for clean water filters for the Hopi and Navajo Indians so they can drink clean water. But anyway, I just uh, Leon, say a few words to, to Michael, if you like.
1: Hey, Michael, how's it going? Good, Leon. Nice to meet you pleasure to meet you also hopefully um we can all get together and um do some great things that ted and i is doing with the hopi and navajo and you know we all can get together like um working together works yeah <laughs> i like that that sounds great
2: yeah the hopi
0: the hopi, the hopi men on the reservation michael only live about four, uh what do they live 44 years and women 53 to 54 years because they drink arsenic flavored radiation poisoned water and they don't live very long, but we're, we're changing that. Now we've, we've been fundraising for the last four years. We've raised quite a bit of money and, and Leon's worked it out with manufacturers to produce these clean water filters, which last up
2: to 30 years. So we've just been slowly doing it and it's been successful. So. Wow. That's fantastic. Leon. Thanks a lot for that work.
1: Yeah. And Ted who started the project and I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful.
0: Well, great. Great, Leon. And uh, one last thing before we go on to Michael is that you have a fundraiser tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific time in Kirkland, Washington, the suburb of Seattle. And uh, what's what's the name of the church again? It's called the Community Life Church.
1: (laughs) It's um, the Life Community Church um, right in downtown Kirkland, right on uh, the waterfront. Mm. Um, And we're going to have a great fundraiser dinner Fundraiser, everything is free. We got plenty of food, as you know. Food is high as a kite with this inflation, so the church bought a ton of food. We want to even have people bring food home because we know the necessity of what food costs right now. So we went all out. We just took it to the to the limits. And the concert and fundraiser auction is going to be a lot of fun and free to the public. We want the whole. We want to feed the public.
0: Nice, nice. A lot of good people in the Seattle area. So glad you're having this, Leon. And your phone number, if anybody has any questions, feel free to call Leon. Can I give your um, phone number out, Leon? Yeah, phone number
1: and website.
0: Okay, the uh, phone number is area code 206-228-6836. That's 228-6836. And your website is Clean, uh, what is it, Clean Water
1: Uh, Foundation? org w a for washington yeah
0: okay wonderful
1: and every donation is a tax write-off because we are a 501c3
0: okay that's excellent okay great
1: <laughs> yeah well my friend you have a good day um thank and- you Ted, and thank you for having me on the show and um i'll take we're gonna live stream it and it's gonna be photos and pictures i'll send them to you also it's gonna be a great, great. event
0: That'll be great. I'm going to have
1: the greatest show on earth for one of the children, for that Hopi and children around the world.
0: Great, Leon. Okay, my friend. Thanks so much for coming on.
1: Thank we'll you. See. All right. Take care, Ted. Bye-bye. Right. Take care.
0: Take care, Leon. Well, Michael, how are you doing today? On a scale of one to 10, how's your how's
2: your day on planet Earth today? Ah, it's like 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Always, you know, after being in combat all those years, I, I, I'm like, every day is a good day to be alive. <laughs> Oh, I,
0: I bet, I bet, I bet.
2: Now you live in Florida,
0: is that right? And yeah, the, that pool of water behind you, um, that's part of your, um, that's your part of the moat that you built for for uh, carnivorous uh, piranha. Is that right? In case somebody yeah, falls in,
2: alligators, uh, you know, uh, boa constrictors. We got we got it all out here. So no no one can get through that. Uh, yeah. If they do, that's not going to be good. But you know, I, I got some good protection here.
0: Yeah, well, that's, (laughs) that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, you know what the the Chinese used to say? May, may you live in interesting times? And this is an interesting time, I must admit. Oh, yeah.
2: Most, Most definitely. Most definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, you're welcome to talk about anything you like. I mean, uh, there's no censorship here, and you can use any words you like. But you're limited. Don Don told me from BBS that you're limited to 50 swear
2: words per hour. So you could, you you know, you can if you can keep it in that. I think I <laughs> like that. That's tough for a Navy SEAL. Uh, but, uh, you know, may, maybe, maybe I can do that. No, I've, I've moved on, uh, you know, those days, but, you know, get me around some of those guys and it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, the conversation and how it's, it gets uh, very colorful.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, um, I have a friend of mine who's a French Hollywood film director. He, he always swears. It's just part of this vocabulary,
2: but it's okay, nice guy, but he just likes to swear so a lot. That's funny, funny, funny. <laughs> yeah, I did a show yesterday with a couple wonderful people, and we talked about you know the the things that are going on in the world. Uh, Alex uh, Collier and uh, Jenny Lee, both of them are into you know secret space program stuff. So we're we're kind of like all over the map talking about uh, the world situation and how part of this awakening process that we're going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through is is going to allow all of those things to come out in the uh, in the sunshine instead of being hidden for so long right so it's going to be uh, it's it is a very very interesting time to be alive i I really like alex collier i
0: I personally know him he 's been on my show before been to my conferences mm-hmm. um the, the um it 's a time of truth too that that things that are true will be shown to be true and those that are false will be shown to be false and then and then fall by the by the wayside oh, yeah. um but I don't think any of the any of the plans by the negatives are going to work. I mean they're trying, but I don't see them being successful personally.
2: Yeah, and we, we talk about that. I think Alex <laughs> gave a really good uh, uh, analogy where like there's you're in the boxing ring, you're in the ninth, ninth last round, uh, and right the, the dark hats are up against the rope, they're they're pretty banged up. they've lost every every round pretty much, and they they're they're gonna, they're gonna lose unless they get some kind of knockout punch. So like uh-huh. we're we're in that that situation right now. we don't want to give them that opening, so we're being very, very careful uh in any any you know swing that they have We'll make sure that it gets blocked. Uh, I think we're going through that process right now mm-hmm. uh, so we're we're in the last moments of of the the dark ones uh the deep state uh their their knockout punches about ready to go come in and uh but you have to still be careful you know because they right. they have time and again, you know, uh, delivered a a pretty good uh, knockout punch to the very, very ending round. So that's kind of where they're at. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: You know, as you know, there's been quite a few uh, food factories destroyed here in the United States over the past year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I know what they're up to. They're trying to create food shortages, but I don't see it being successful. I mean, we're a big country. Um, of course other countries as well, I don't see them being successful. What do you, what do you see on that score, Michael? I,
2: I tol- totally agree with you. Totally agree with you because, uh, every, every, time that I look at it, uh, from a remote viewer or I look around and I see all the different things that are happening, uh, just, uh, the farmers are stepping up. I believe, uh, they're not, we're not having to transport because you know, there's, there's a fuel shortage. So that's part of the game too. Right. Uh, and, uh, we're just getting it from local local sources, local sources are really starting to step up instead of getting it all the way from California or from Mexico, wherever it was coming before. Mm -hmm. They're just going right to the local source. Right. I think that's, that's where we're, that's where we're headed as, you know, as a society, as a, you know, uh, you know, human consciousness, we're going to start to link with each other. We've been trained to like, you know, basically hibernate to a certain extent over, especially over the last couple of years. Uh, and not work together, I think that working together is really uh, coming out now, and I think into the summer time frame <clears throat> it's going to be very important Mhm, right, right. Well, you know our parents, grandparents great
0: grandparents they were all self sufficient they didn 't go to a supermarket too much. they might have gone to a store, but not to the extent that we do and so people I think will be returning to to, to having their own gardens, mm-hmm. even in cities you can if you, even if you have a balcony, you can grow something. Yeah. you know, and I see people having, doing that more and cooperating with their
2: neighbors and sharing food with their neighbors as well. Um, and that'll all be good personally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've actually started, uh, I have some of those uh, towers, uh, where there's like a little pump that pumps the water and it, you know, automatically waters the plants at certain times lights come on or uh-huh. I have one that's, uh, all, you know, used used stuff. They, they recombined it and, uh, used plastic and everything and uh, recycled everything. So it's, but it's beautiful. You know, it's like this beautiful tower uh, and it's got these little slots where the plant sits and there's water that trickles through and uh, it's growing like crazy. So it's uh, a lot of people I think are moving that direction, you know, starting their own little gardens. And like you said, you can have it in a, in a un, you know room you don't use as much or you can have it on the balcony, like you said, uh, if you need the sunshine. So it, it, it works really good. I, I'm pretty impressed with it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. What did, what did Shakespeare say? Michael, he said that all the, all life's a stage and we are put actors upon it. And I, and I can't help, but think about that with respect to Biden, the fake president, how long do you think this theater will last before? I mean, people, I mean, he's, he's gone. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't see him being long in office. Of course I've been wrong before, but
2: yeah, I, I think that, you know, I was wrong too. You know, when I remote viewed, uh, Well over a year before the uh, election, I saw that Trump had won the election, which I think he did. But um, I saw Biden at the inauguration. I was like, well, they must have arrested him. (laughs) So my logical mind's trying to make the sense of this because I saw military aircraft and fencing and uh, military soldiers all over the place. I'm like, ah, it's 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 things must have gone bad, you know, in in the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as we know uh, now, looking back on it, uh, what what actually happened? Uh, They stole the election. Uh, More and more truth about that is coming out. That's helping to wake up more people. Because I think a lot of people have, you know, just blindly, you know, followed the news organization. I think Trump for his whole, you know, four years that he was in, he was like uh, the lion media. You know, he's trying to like help wake people up. And uh, I think more and more people are waking up to that. All the different things that are going on right now. The price of fuel, you know, uh, you know, the scarce. Uh, food. Although I don't see any scarce food, it, and I haven't heard anybody talk about it, uh, right. the, the threat of scarce food is kind of weighing on people. And the, of course, the inflation uh, and so forth. So a lot of people are starting to wake up. There, they have to. They they can't ignore it. It's 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 hitting everyone. Hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: Maybe even if it doesn't happen, maybe the the negatives are feeding off the
0: lush. The, the anxiety the angst from from negativity from having a possible food shortage, maybe that's a big part of it certainly
2: oh yeah that's always that's always part of it uh they they love that that lucian uh if, if it's if it's coming uh, from people that like you said it feeds them, gives them more power uh that's why I tell everybody stay in that love vibration because not only does it help you stay intuitive and be able to, you know, make really good, correct decisions for you and your loved ones, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't feed them like you're talking about. And that's, that's very good that you brought that up. Cause that's another reason I don't really bring that up that much, but I think that's a, that's a good point.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: They feed off the negativity and the fear.
0: I mean, that's flip true. on, I haven't watched CNN in a long time, but I'm sure if I turned it on now it'd be nothing but bad stuff. I mean, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it's a- that,
2: that's the way it was. Uh, like before Fox, I kind of went dark a little bit. I think they're trying to come back, but uh, right. uh before right. Fox went dark, I used to watch Fox when I would work out. I had this like little workout station, sure. and I'd be working out, and I'd, I'd watch, you know, Fox News, and uh, then I go do the rest of my workout. So I I was walking by one time and I saw something on TV. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I jumped on and I started working out, and I was like, ah why do I feel bad? And I was like, I was getting angry and I felt bad. And I was like, what's going on with Fox news. And then CNN came up. I was like, ah, okay. So (laughs) it's a, it's a part of the programming process as you and I know, and a lot of, a lot of the audience, I'm sure Mm -hmm. uh, that the, uh, the MK mind control, uh, you know, uh, is in effect uh, Mm -hmm. full, full blown, every, every opportunity that they can Uh, like, I think, you you did a good job of uh, bringing up Laval I really don't think that was a shooting. I know a lot of people are shocked by that, but uh, I think that was a big staged event, just like a lot of them have been.
0: Right in the middle of Trump uh, Trump support, South Texas, mm-hmm. close to the Mexican border. I mean, and why did the police chief wait forty five minutes? Well, what what was he doing? Drinking coffee, eating donuts. I mean, what?
2: Like this. <laughs> it doesn't make sense so uh, when it when things don't make sense that much and there's so so much uh oh this happened and then you're like no that didn't happen it happened like this and you get a lot of that it's like ah that's a false flag Uh, there might be might be a death in there somewhere and uh i guess there was there actually was in um up in uh let's because i think the one in buffalo might be is kind of suspect as well i don't think there were as many deaths as i don't think buffalo as well yeah. yeah, yeah uh, but there yeah. was one death in Buffalo that I just heard about, and mm-hmm. that was from a gentleman that was the next day going to bring out uh, how he's using water to power trucks. And uh, he oh, died. Really? Yeah. So I just heard that. And I'm like, Seriously. oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah, little yeah. things like that, you know, you can kind of, it kind of they tie it all in and they, they do a little cover. Uh, but, uh, you know, have to have to look bigger picture on all this stuff and don't get hooked uh, like we we're just talking about. Don't 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 feed them. Don't feed them fear. Don't feed them anger uh, because that's what they want. They're, and they're, they're going to continually do this, you know, all the way until they're done, until they're you know knocked out and on, on the canvas and down for the count. <laughs> so it's going to take a little while. Right, right, right. I'm sure you heard about this fellow named Stan Meyer back
0: in the 90s in Ohio he built water based yeah. cars yeah and then he he mysteriously died after having lunch with a couple of investors from supposedly from Belgium he, they poisoned his food they were he died shortly thereafter they were never prosecuted they just disappeared Police mm. couldn't find him
2: yeah oh well yeah and, and you mm. know that that was the way it was for uh, patton's accident the guys that caused patton's accident uh you know they were supposedly they were you know being held and then they were released and then they kind of just disappeared so there's uh you know that happens you know all over the place you know all throughout throughout time throughout history uh we can go back and find these events you know the start of world war one start of world war two there's all these different events that happen that uh push uh the buttons and and cause people to get angry and, and start these these conflicts or or take someone out that's actually trying to uh I think show, show the problems. I think uh, Patton was on, on to uh, you know, the, the dark ones. Uh, he, he knew a lot of stuff and uh, he was about, I think he might've been ready to reveal some stuff and they basically took him down. He was, he was ready to reveal things about Eisenhower. And mm-hmm. I've,
0: and I've actually talked to general Patton uh, six months ago on the other side. Oh, and wow. he, he talked about the importance of being politically correct, but that was the problem back then mm-hmm. and a problem now um, mm-hmm. That in the military, especially in other sectors, you have to be politically correct in order to get your career advancement. And he was much too outspoken. Yeah. Um, he also wanted to a- attack Russia at the time too. He mm-hmm. had a whole division of, of of Nazi soldiers under under his command. I mean, there was a lot going on, but they didn't need to kill him. I mean, but they did, and that was engineered by the OSS. The yeah the the, the intelligence DIA, yeah look. yeah future yeah, so, CIA definitely right right so so anyway um but um what would you recommend people now to prepare for the future uh, I mean plant a garden maybe get some food together just in case um maybe do your own thinking um go to your website <laughs> listen to your
2: broadcast mine as well <laughs> so oh, yeah oh yeah exactly. You're you're a very common guy, and I'm a common guy. So listen to our information. You know, it, it's it, it's going to cause you to think, think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just uh, was listening to the the guy that uh, killed Bin Laden, one of my old uh, SEAL Team Six guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's he's he was on a show and he was talking in depth about it, talking about his uh, his past, his history. So I was like, oh. I was there when you were there and I was sending love and you were killing the bad guys. Oh, I was in Iraq when you were there in Iraq and I was sending love to that guy and you were part of the mission that went and took that guy out. And then the same thing in Afghanistan. And then the same thing I helped find actually bin Laden uh, and then you know, uh, Rob O'Neill came in and and had that shot. So it's interesting the parallels of of because uh, he was in red squadron, uh, red team, and I was in red team. Mm-hmm. You're, I He said, you know, I feel like red team was like the best team. And I feel that way, too. Uh, and not just because I was there, but because they really chose the best guys, I felt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was, you know, fortunate to be uh, in that group of men. Uh, and we did we did amazing things. Uh, mm-hmm. and then Rob O'Neill, uh, did amazing things. So he's talking about, you know, uh, how it went down. I was there in Pakistan when it went down. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm sending love, I'm sending love to bin Laden. And wow. he's the guy that comes in and like, you know, Archangel Michael coming in and, you know, killing, killing the demon. Wow. Well, wow. it's kind of like a, 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 tag team. And mm-hmm. I think that, uh, a lot of people right now, like we're talking about, you stay in that love vibration. And you send love, you send love to those people that you, you feel right. are, 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 negative influence and it will have an effect on them. Like mm-hmm. if I send, if I send, uh, love to you, Ted, you're just going to power up. You send love to me. I'm going to power up. It's going it's right. going I'll be protected. I'll be powered up. I'll be like, Oh, I feel good. What's going on. And yeah. then I find out you're sending love to me. So, uh, right, it's, right. it's an energy force. It's an energy force. It's just like hate and anger. It's an energy force. So you're giving your energy force away when you're in the hate and, and you know all that stuff, but when Thank you're in that love vibration, uh, it causes things to move in a, in a really good direction, and that's that's what was happening when I was uh, involved with after I left the SEAL teams, I was involved in the CIA helping to track down terrorists and so forth. So yeah. I'm on the I'm on one side finding them. And then I would send love to each one of these terrorists for almost a year, and within within that year timeframe, they would they would be gone. Now, like I said, really? if I send love to your audience, if I send love to um, you know anyone that's of the light, that's uh, a loving person, it powers them up. If I send love to someone that's negative, it weakens them and makes them vulnerable. All right, really interesting. Yes, yeah. interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so that's what what's happening with those all of those people. Wow. Uh, that are gone wow. uh, and there's 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 more i've i've done that to uh political figures and and it's not like mike I'm, I'm doing a hit hit on somebody i i often get directed to do this i'm like ah that's my mission now okay so and then i uh i send love to someone so a lot of times i'll go look at them and see if they have uh an issue like a demonic force on them or something like that and i' was ah yeah they're they baddie. <laughs> so, and then I, and then I send them love and I'm like, oh, you can go to the light or you can go bye-bye. Yeah. And uh, that uh, oftentimes, like I said, within a year, it's almost like, you know, source energy right. uh, has, has this time that it allows them to make that transition either to the light or exit out. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do yeah. you think war- warfare in the future will be based upon sending love and light to your opponent,
0: rather than blowing them up. I mean, that's an interesting concept, really. Think about it.
2: Uh. It, it still seems to be, um, so I haven't seen anyone just drop dead from me sending them love. So it that's seems to be something happens within the field of 3D consciousness because we're in a materialistic world still right. where that does happen now. Yes, I, I believe that once we rise to a higher consciousness level, there is no war because it just doesn't exist in higher levels of consciousness, maybe to a certain extent. Cause I, I know that, uh, I mean, I've seen them demonic realms are, are higher up in, uh, in consciousness as well, but not on the level that they are down here. So I, I don't, I don't see them transitioning as much as we do are, mm-hmm. are as capable of transitioning to higher levels of, of consciousness sure. with that dark energy. Of course, the dark energy basically just impels us. Like, you know, when I went through, you know, all the training, different training, uh, trainings that I've gone through, uh, I, I, I'm a bodybuilder. I've, I've comp- I compete in bodybuilding contests. So I really push my body hard. So there's that resistance that, that you know, that little edge that, you know, makes me push myself and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I have to overcome resistance and so forth. I think the dark side basically does that for us as well. It pushes on us and impels us to overcome and ascend and get out, and get out of the negativity. So I think that's, uh, that's, that's what's going on right now. It's on a very, very amazing level. Interesting. Interesting. This is a time of truth, and I think... Um, that things
0: that are true are shown to be true, and those that are false will be shown to be false and fall by the wayside. Yeah. And with regard to that, I mean, you've saw all kinds of things, disclosure, uh, secret space program. You've also got um, just basically about government in general. I mean, I've heard that many of the elections were rigged ever since the 50s and 60s. When do you think that truth will fully come out?
2: This year? Next year? It's it's already here, really. is just uh, how many people are willing to accept it is is where we're at. Mm-hmm. Really, because you look you look back on um, Truman and Dewey. Remember that that mm-hmm. famous scene where uh, yeah. Truman holds up the paper like Dewey won. Right. It's, it's yeah. almost like he could have done the same thing with Trump. Trump won. Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. the next night, it's like Trump, not so much. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think the manipulation has been going on for a very, very long time. Uh-huh. Uh, way, Forties, thirties, twenties, you name it. Uh, when they're doing elections, there's always a little manipulation going on there, maybe a lot you know even kennedy you know supposedly uh overcame the vote against him in chicago area or something right. you know they they rigged it for him which i think probably was a good thing uh but <laughs> yeah, uh right. but you, you never right. know who knows maybe if nixon had come in maybe it it would have turned out better who knows i don't know right, uh, right. but uh right. it's it seems that uh, a lot of times that a certain party will get in and and Cause I, I remember all my family, I'm the only Republican in my whole family. And we never had any problems with the, we, we discuss, Oh yeah, he's doing this. Thing. And Oh yeah, that's, that's good. And then, you know, we're going to get a Republican in and he'll do this. He'll be strong on, you know, the military and make us safe. And you know, the, the, the economy will, will go up. Uh, and then the, the Democrats will come in and do social programs. We need these social programs and so forth. So, you know, it was never really a, an issue in in my family. But uh-huh. now it seems to be polarized more and more people. But I, I actually see, because I have a lot of people that are in my uh, chats that lean Democrat, and it seems that we're, we're getting along like we haven't in a long time. So I see the transitioning happening. And right. I, I don't think in the future we have parties. We just have, uh, and we talked about this yesterday, uh, Alex and uh, Jenny and I, uh, mm-hmm. that you know in the future there won't be presidents. There'll be like... Um, Uh, Kind of a council, a council,
0: council. That's what Nostradamus said. The same thing to me, twenty years ago. He said that we would, we would not have the kind of government we have now. There, Congress would be too unwieldy. We would have a council, and decisions would be would be reached by consensus, Mm -hmm. uh, much like Native Americans.
2: Mm. Yeah, that that's interesting. You you have uh, conversations like that. I I thought I was the only one, but I'm sure there's a lot out there. But I was (laughs) at Hemingway's home. In uh, Key West uh, not yeah. too long ago. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I, I was touring, it was absolutely beautiful. You know, I was yeah. the old man of the sea. I wrote a book report when I was in high school and got an A plus. I really connected with Hemi you know, oh, all cool. the way back then. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I, I liked his work. I still mm-hmm. do, of course. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm touring the home, I'm getting a feel for the place. Oh, this is this is cool. He's got all the cats running around, you know, the six six toad cats, uh, and they they allow them to reproduce. Uh, so there's all these six toed cats all over the place. And that was six-toed cats, six toed oh cats. God. Yeah. yeah that's and, uh, they they wow. live quite the life there. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Wow. Uh, so I, I like doing. it. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, that's he, he, he was a great writer and he had a great life. Uh, he was doing really well because not all author authors do that. Well, I'm an author and I haven't so, made a lot of money. So uh, I, I don't amazing. know too many, some, some of the, some of my author friends do okay and do, uh, they're fairly successful, but most of us, you know, we write a book and it's like, you know, goes to the wayside. Uh, right. but you know, it's, it, my, my books are still successful out there. I, I'm happy about it, but I've, you know, I've been, uh, the book companies are not so good. Uh, I, I was uh, taken advantage of by book companies for several years and now I finally got a really good one, but, um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I go to, I, I I'm led. It's like go into the bookstore. And I'm like, most of most of the stuff I do now, as far as books is audible. Uh, and mm-hmm. I just don't have that. I'll, although I love to pick up a book and read it. It's usually not very long that I get that during a day. And so I don't really get through many books uh, like mm-hmm. I used to. Um, mm-hmm. So I get them, you know, through, I work out and listen to books and so forth. So I'm like, ah, okay. So I'm, I'm just being led. I'm just following my, what my intuition's doing. You know how that works. And, uh, so I would go into the bookstore and I'm like, what, what why am I in here? And then I, I like go to this one corner and then I hear I didn't kill myself. I was assassinated. I was like, what? And so this is, this is ringing in my head. I'm like, ah, oh, why, why, why do I get this? You know? And so I, I kind of start walking out and I see there's a book and there has been a book written. Um, it's, it's basically, they think that, uh, this one author who was in the CIA mm. thought that he was basically someone that works, worked for the CIA and was gathering information. And he was, he was, uh, he was assassinated. I see. So I, I looked at, I go outside. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I go outside look it up and FBI. And I would pull up the news on that. I said, uh, Hemingway assassinated. And then it was like, FBI is you know, uh, suspected of being involved in, uh, you know, Hemingway's death. And I'm like, Whoa, that that's very interesting. And then I get, you know, cause I was in the CIA and I was a spy guy. Mm-hmm. That's why he wanted to communicate that to me. So I've, I've released oh. that and put that out there and a lot of people connected with that. And that's, that's very interesting. You know, I think that, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of information is, is, behind a curtain like that. And you know, there's right. some of us that can bring it out and help, uh, inform humanity. Cause I think history is going to really be changed quite a bit going forward. Uh, there's it's, it was written by the victors and the victors weren't always the good guys. <laughs> so, look at, look at the name history, his story. Exactly. I mean, it's Very his good. story, right? The victors
0: have their story, his story.
2: Absolutely. I love yeah. history. Yeah. I, yeah. Me too. I love that. Yeah.
0: Ever gone into a building or a famous old hotel and the spirits contact you and they want to talk?
2: Yeah, and uh like I'll I'll get um past life information will come to come to me. Like when I first started getting into past life stuff, uh it wasn't until I was leaving the military and I always always in fact, uh it was Patton. When I was a little boy, I saw the movie Patton and there's that famous scene where it's like, oh turn here, and they go out to the battlefield and it's like it was here. The the Romans, you know, they picked over the, you know, uh, they killed, uh, you know, it was Hannibal. He was Hannibal in a past lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and uh, I was, as I would find out later, uh, Scipio, who basically was the guy that was the opposing general that killed him. A lot of time, Patton and I in many lifetimes worked together. Huh. Uh, but in that lifetime, we worked uh, separate. But it's interesting because he died and he committed suicide because the Romans were almost on to him. Uh, and I died because I, I'd, I'd stuck up for all my men to get all, all the the glory that there was, there were promised by the by Rome. If we defeated Hannibal, because Hannibal almost sacked Rome hmm. and uh, very close. Uh, so as uh, Scipio Africanus, you know, I ended up uh, defeating him. And then I came back and said, "Okay, you promised all all of my soldiers, you know, have land, and then they reneged on it." And uh-huh. then I I kept pushing, and then they're like, "Okay, they they you know denigrated me and made me look bad," and and I knew they were coming to basically take me away and execute me. So I committed suicide the same day that I committed suicide. Basically, you know, uh, a soldier's death, you know, fall on the sword type thing. He did the same thing in another location on the same day. Oh, wow. So it's, 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 you start to do the past life stuff and it's like, Whoa, it's like, it's just, you know, it's another world. It's a whole nother world. But yeah, I've, I've gone to places where like a uh, Patton and, and I saw that as a little boy watching that. And I was like, yeah, there's, there's definitely something to, you know, cause he was my hero that if he believes it, then it's gotta be right. <laughs> so then I did the you know, I read books, you know, throughout my, mm-hmm. my life. And it wasn't until I was uh, leaving the SEAL teams, uh, in my forties, that I started to do the actual research, and that's when it, it really started to unfold for me. Uh huh. Well, that's that's amazing. If you open yourself up to that, you
0: can you can you can find out all kinds of things about the other side. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I was in a famous old hotel here um, last month, and who came to me but Al Capone? Mm-hmm. And, and he wants to ascend, so I am um, helping him. Mm-hmm. And he's also assigned um, uh, two bodyguards to me in the spirit world, which is nice. So I'm wow. having protection. Uh, not a bad guy, Every, you know. He's just had a, um, a, you know, he did a lot of things. Of course, he regrets when he was alive, mm-hmm. but uh, now he wants to make amends and take the take the road to ascension. So I'm, I'm helping him with that. Um, back about six months ago. I um, I was approached by Erwin Erwin Rommel in from Germany. Wow, one of the generals who I like actually. He never persecuted Jews. Treated all the prisoners fairly. His men fairly, men and women fairly. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't like Hitler. Hated Hitler. Was one of the people who tried to kill Hitler back in the July forty four coup. Right, and and he said a lot of the spirits in Germany now are actually reincarnated Nazis trying to take trying to create a, a new fascist state. Hmm. In Germany, they're like they're going to fail," he said. "But that's one of the things he saw happening. Wow, that they hadn't learned their lessons from the previous Third Reich, and they just reincarnated using this Scamdemic as another way to control Germany. But it was it was going to fail. It was interesting talking to him. So nice oh, man, yeah,
2: yeah, I like very, very interesting our general Rommel. Yeah, wow, and, you 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 get some really nice ones. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> i gotta gotta open myself up for that i'm like i want to be like ted and and talk to some (laughs) the high high folk so hemiway is kind of like you know you know i've had a a few over the years but hemiway was more recent Mm -hmm. one and i think it's really a like a a preparation of your uh your soul and a preparation of your your outlook on life and uh developing yourself and so forth Uh, so i think that you know once you hit Certain points, you know, the past life information will come through. Uh, the soul communication uh, comes through, like you're you're getting, like I'm starting to, you know, explore. So that's that's very it's uh, very intriguing, uh, and I think it will be, will be for everyone because that's a possibility that everyone has. It's just not not to get uh, like fearful and uh, you know and and believe that if you want something, if you want those communications. Uh, they can't happen. Just be aware that you want to always be of a high, high vibration because you can come in contact uh, like you did with Al Capone, you know, maybe, maybe not the highest vibration guy, but because you are, he feels comfortable and can, you know, talk with you and say, Hey, this like him anyways, like, Hey, you're, you're a guy like me, you understand this is what happened. This is really what happened to me. And I'm like, all right, I'll pass that on. Well, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure you feel pretty upset about that. <laughs> so uh, that, yeah. that's, that's a good thing. And, and Al Capone, you know, is kind of stuck there. I mean, you look at, you look at all the governments of the world right now, they're pretty much worse than Al Capone and all those guys. Oh yeah. Right. They, they're the ones that started prohibition. He just took advantage of it. Right. Uh, prohibition I think was started so that they could basically uh, take the gasoline or the, the farm fuel away from the farmers uh, right. So they had to start to buy uh, the gasoline. Oh. It wasn't so much about you know doing the right thing and making uh, alcohol go away. Uh, once a- after it had been several years and 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 the farmers lost their ability to uh, reproduce their own fuel, they did away prohibition. How about that? Mm, so,
3: yeah.
2: amazing, amazing. Yeah. In the same time frame, they they went after marijuana and hemp. Yeah. Hemp is like one of the most amazing things. President yeah. Trump brought hemp back. Hemp production, the the legality of right. uh, producing hemp again, is one of the most amazing uh, sources of uh, f- it. Can be fuel, uh, mm-hmm. clothing, sure. you know, uh, wood. I mean, just so many different uh, benefits from hemp is just is unbelievable how they how they're allowed to take that out. It was about four weeks ago, five weeks ago,
0: I got in contact with, it's a long story, but I got in contact with Humphrey Bogart mm. and brought in Lauren Bacall, Gregory Peck and Ronald Reagan actors yeah. in this mm-hmm. old, um, the Western spaghetti movies. Yeah. And so I'm going to be having a show on that in the next couple of weeks. Fascinating. Um, that'll be fun. You know, well, here's looking at you kid. So um, anyway, that's an old line, and then he would always like take his lips like that, go yeah. around like that. So anyway, I like Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, yeah, me too. So yeah, anyway. he's one of my
2: favorite actors of all time. Yeah, I agree. He's good.
0: If, you wanted to, if you wanted to join me, he said, "You're welcome to join me if you want. We'll have fun channeling him."
2: Um, wow. Okay, I'd I love that. Absolutely right. love that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll cool. set it up. <laughs> all
0: right. I'll set it up. He's quite a character. I like him on the other
2: side. He's a lot of fun.
0: Excellent. I'm getting chills
2: all over right now. That's that's
0: that's gonna be great. <laughs> we got a bunch of other actresses and actors, too. you know they're all oh John Wayne just popped in wow, <laughs> he likes his steak. he can't get steaks on the other side, but you know <laughs> a little frustrated <laughs> a little frustrated that's hilarious ah. <laughs> well yeah it was it's it's fun it's fun talking to the actors on the other side uh michael have you have you uh previewed the November elections? for for this, for this year? Because some psychics have told me they remote viewed it and they don't see an election. There'll be something happening, preventing it. I'm not sure what. But.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of those psychics that looked at it and, uh, and uh, said that there's no election either. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I looked at uh, a week before and a week after. Yeah. I, see, I see that a lot of people seem to be locked down again. Uh, there, was no, there was no movement on either side of that. It huh. actually seemed to be dark. So I, I, I was wondering if maybe the volcanic activity increased or something, or maybe there's a really bad earth change event. You know, the, these are, these are things that we can, even though I, and other psychics bring these things up and that's what the, you know, uh, the seers of the past have always been about is right. basically to warn everybody um, that, you know, this is what I see. This is how we can avoid it. Uh, and I think that consciousness you know definitely has an impact so it is it is a very unfortunately has a very strong on the timeline um mm-hmm. that it doesn't happen so uh you know i see all kinds of stuff you know maybes and i just i kind of keep an eye on that kind of stuff but this one was 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 pretty pretty spot on i had other psychics i led a remote viewing session and a lot of other people came up with the same thing so i, yeah. I, I i'm i don't I don't know. I'm I'm trying to because I'm not getting exactly what it is, so it must be a, a learning thing that has to happen. Um, do you think it could be related to this uh, new strain of
0: monkeypox? Or is kind of like the same old broken record playing again that the
2: cabal somehow has gotten? I don't know. But I think monkeypox is uh, is basically misdirection. Right. It, it could be a result from people having been vaccinated that are getting um, like a, you know, an outbreak or something like herpes or something. Uh, I think that's a possibility. Uh, shingles. I've heard it's called shingles, which is of the herpes uh, strain. And I, I, right. I've heard a lot of people say that that's, that's mm-hmm. what's happening. I don't, I don't think that is the one that's going to happen because I saw, way back that there was going to be another strain that was going to come out that was going to cause a lot more deaths. Now we know that people have been vaccinated and that is uh, that, that RNA type of stuff that went into people's bodies is made them vulnerable, shut down millions of years of, you know, development in our ability to overcome diseases. Uh, And now they're going to be extremely vulnerable going okay. forward to anything that comes in. So sure. right. I, I believe they're going to release. And like, you know, we, we saw um, that one, what was the last one, the, the Delta or whatever Delta strain or um, mm-hmm. Omicron, whatever you want. Yeah. Omicron, that's it. Om- Omicron mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Omicron came in and uh, a lot of people seem to succumb to that. Uh, when you look at all of the, uh, the vaccination uh, from the point where people are dying, uh, if you look at the vaccination, when the vaccination started in January, mid-January or so of uh, twenty, what was it, twenty-one? Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's when uh, death spiked really, really right. massively. Right. Now, if they go all the way back to uh, when the bioweapon first came in, and I was jumping up and down, I was like, "This is what they told us that was going to happen in the SEAL teams and in, in the CIA. The next war was going to be a bioweapon war, and here it is." Uh, and right. everybody's like what are you talking about get out of here now everybody knows no but um for a year i was like a knucklehead but here you know i'm proving out but i don't care about the proven out i just want people to be aware right so right. my awareness is telling me that uh you know they're they're messing with the numbers if they go if what they're doing right now is they went all the way back to when the bioweapon started and had those massive spikes of deaths and now we're having a massive spike of deaths right now from people that have gotten the vaccination. Right. Exactly. Now when you when you like move it up to that vaccination point, we're getting four out of five people are dying from vaccination. Um, you know, uh, uh, COVID-19 deaths vice uh, the unvaccinated Mm -hmm. So that's, that's pretty substantial. And I think those numbers are going to increase dramatically going forward, especially when this next drain or two comes out, I think it'll be one and two, it'll be a one, two punch. So this is what these guys have planned for us. Of course, like, like we were just talking about, they're up against the ropes about to go down, but they, they always have that secret punch that seems to come out. So we have to be really, really careful and aware right now. That's right. That's right.
0: The other thing, too, that I've noticed, Michael, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but people I've known for years, light workers, suddenly they they open themselves up, maybe inadvertently or by mistake, to a negative entity. The negative entity jumps into them, and now they're working for the dark side. And sometimes they don't even know it. Um, but anyway, people should be aware. I think aware of that, too, when they're dealing with people.
2: They don't know. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, that's that's where intuition really comes in you know, i've been i've been consistent just keep keep bringing it keep bringing it keep bringing the truth as much as i can mm-hmm. but as you and i know we're we're constantly being attacked by dark ones and mi- trying to misdirect us and so forth right we We just have to use that uh discernment and mm-hmm. uh and stay stay on point uh, mm-hmm. even if you get taken off point uh you can always just you know come back uh it's very very easy i I've seen this with a lot of people that seem to Look, look at every time someone drinks alcohol or spirits, <laughs> so, uh, and, spirits and, ha- yeah. and they have too, yeah. minute, too much spirit uh, yeah. and then a spirit jumps in them. I used to be a bouncer in a bar and I used to uh, be manager uh, for two casinos for security. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting. You know, what happens to people when they drink, they can be, you know, like you and I, the nicest people you ever want to meet. And then those spirits get inside and then something else jumps in them. Right. Uh, because right. it basically uh, lowers the resistance level that we have on a consciousness level. It's a vibrant uh, Spirits are a vibratory, uh, you know, right, you know, liquid, if you will. And once it comes in, it lowers your vibration, uh, lowers your consciousness level and makes you vulnerable to attack. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I learned that many years ago from Native Americans, oh, um, yeah. where, who told me about friends that, that they knew that once they, they drank alcohol, it created cracks in their aura excessively mm-hmm. and that negative entities would come in and you get a lot of domestic violence situations where a wife, for example... Would would tell would tell the authorities. Well, they tell the police. Well, my husband's great as long as he's not drinking. Once he starts drinking, he changes completely, of course, because you've got negative entities coming in. And then yeah. once the alcohol purges out of his body, he's back to normal again. So, yeah,
2: yeah and they, they've really come after you know the Native American community because they're extremely spiritual. They're connected yeah. to you know the star beings. Uh, right. They're they're connected to uh, the Mother Earth. Uh, and, and they look, they look after each other, you know, seventh generation, they look, they look after, you know, when I do uh, ceremonies with the Native Americans, they're one of one of the things I always say, and for the seventh generation to come. Uh, and that's, that's usually how they end it. Uh, and so they're leaving you with that thought, I'm doing what I'm doing for generations to come. So what are you doing in your life, you know, that's going to be good for the, you know, seventh mm-hmm. generation down Uh, the line. I think a lot of people are looking at, you know, what's going on in the world right now. And it's definitely not, not, you know, moving in the right direction. It has to be, uh, has to be changed and moved in a, in another direction. So yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Uh, But yeah, once, once you get attacked, uh, you can be, you can be cleansed. Uh, You can find, you can realize it yourself. Mm -hmm. For me being angry. uh, I was very angry. Uh, I don't know high testosterone, whatever, blame it on whatever, right. um, you know, my training as a seal, as, you know, as, as a warrior, my training as an athlete when I was in high school, whatever, uh, a father that was maybe a little bit, uh, you know, tough on, tough on the wife, uh, my mom. So you, you have all these influences, right. uh, and you learn, you have to learn, uh, mm-hmm. I think is the best way to do it mm-hmm. to change your consciousness, change your brainwave activity, change of neurons in your brain because they're firing in a certain way like a super highway. is like anger anger works you know then you're like and the the native american practices when i finally got into them i did a vision quest where i i was like i want to overcome anger and when mm-hmm. i did my vision quest that's when i really made super headway in overcoming anger and be mm-hmm. more calm and be more intuitive and being more mm-hmm. spiritual and so forth so it was it was definitely uh, a, a milestone in my life when I did the the vision quest, and I, I recommend that to everyone. It's a basically a four day fasting, and uh, uh-huh. it's, it works really good. You want to have someone that knows the vision quest. You don't just oh, I'm going to do a vision quest. No, you, you need to you need to have somebody that knows what they're doing. You don't just because it's just like we're talking about. You put yourself out there in a vision quest without the right uh, background and someone that knows what they're doing to, to guide you. Mm-hmm. And it can open you up for a negative entity. So
3: that's,
0: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. One of the things I've heard about the vaccines, uh, Michael, is that um, your, your soul leaves your body. In the Fibonacci ratio over about five or six months, and as your soul leaves your body because the mRNA vaccine in particular changes your DNA so your soul doesn't resonate with your body anymore, but negative entities can come into your body at that point, and people's personalities completely change into some kind of really negative entity because they're basically you being used as a as a place for that negative entity to live out of. Have you run into that with people you've known or met
2: i I can't say that i've directly come in contact with anybody that i know that has undergone that but i know uh from uh people that study ai and and so forth uh Mm -hmm. they're they're saying that is the one of the major intentions for the mrna vaccination is to basically have the soul leaf so that it can be inhabited by uh ai uh uh, a negative uh et not just a demonic but a et I see. Uh, so that's that's uh, there's so much to this. Uh, it's multi multi multifaceted. faceted. Uh, mm-hmm. The dark ones really have you know when they do something they have lots of different things. You know we 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 got locked down. They got control. Uh, they usurped the our election. Uh, they got the vaccination in where, where they made all this money and they are basically using it to bring in their their e- negative ET buddies and it's just yeah. and, and that's if you survive. Uh, which most people I don't think are unfortunately going to be able to survive unless there's uh, definitely some headway into helping people understand that you have been, you know, uh, attacked on a great level. You need to start doing, you know, some homeopathic type stuff that's uh, and that's, that's available out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people are doing it and it's helping them, but mm-hmm. I still, I still feel that there's a lot of people that think they did the right thing and they're pretty happy uh, and they, they're going to get blindsided here pretty soon. Unfortunately, I think. Right. Right. I've been told that the Plataeans
0: actually have been bombarding planet earth with lots of high vibrational energy vibrations to help us heal and wake us up. But for people who don't want to wake up, they still will be exiting, but if they have been given a second chance at life.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's on a massive scale. Those people are going to be exiting. Unfortunately, Right. Uh, Cause there's a lot of people that, you know, wanted to be here uh, that normally wouldn't have gotten a shot, but uh, they wanted a shot at being here with this Ascension. Uh, and they, they, a lot of them seems like they're not quite ready for it. Right. Uh, so they, they got trapped. They got trapped consciousness wise. They weren't quite ready for it. They didn't realize they were coming into uh, where everything gets squeezed down to this one point, like it is right now. Right. And it's very hard to, to, you know, go through that eye of the needle, like, you know, uh, Jesus said, mm-hmm. uh, the, the rich man, it's harder for him to go through the eye of the needle. Why? Because he has, his camels are stacked with mm-hmm. lots of stuff. And the eye of the needle was the, you know, going through the gate and right. the city. So there's lots of little metaphors about all this. Uh, it's, it's not so much that it's because you're rich, you're not going to make it. It's because of your consciousness, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, these teachings, you know, are, are on levels where some people understand them and some people take that information and twist it and go, oh, this is what it's all about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I want everyone, even the dark ones. I wish that they would make that transition to the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have that, they have that ability. Everyone has the ability to make that transition and be, and sure be good. Sure. And like you're, but you're, like you're saying, they don't want to. Uh, and uh, or they've, they've chosen a certain path and they're not going to be dissuaded from that path no matter what. Hmm. Well, it's a time for wheat from the chaff, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're getting separated out and, and you've got one earth that's ascending and one earth that's sticking that, that they want to be the old ways. And it's,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I know which way I'm going and I know which way you're going too, Michael. Ah, good. Thank
2: you. So, um, the, the I, hope that, I hope that's good. <laughs> 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 I, you know, but, uh, and I think m- most, most people here on earth will be going, mm-hmm. will be going. So, uh, if you're wondering, yeah. don't want it. You shouldn't be wondering. Mm-hmm. Just if you're doing good, if you have a loving heart, you're going, period. It's that, right. that simple. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, whether you've gotten a vaccination or not, there's ways to overcome that vaccination. True. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, right. it, just because we're talking about the problems with it doesn't mean that you're done. It means that get busy and find out the, the things that are there that are available for you. To overcome that and and basically cancel it out. You can cancel that out. It's there's there's modalities out there now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I have a free remedy sheet for people. If anybody wants it, they can write me
0: at, out of this world 1150 at gmail.com. Simple things like you can make your own hydrochloroquine. Very mm. simple yep, yep. Um, with three grapefruits and three lemons, or you can just buy tonic water. That's a good source of hydrochloroquine. Mm-hmm. And you put a a zinc tablet in it and crush it up. It'll stop the spike proteins from going in your body. It helps if you've taken the vaccine. It also helps with shedding. So there's a lot of things you
2: can do. Simple things doesn't cost much to do that. You know? Oh, that's beautiful, Ted. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I did I did a show one time. Uh, it was just after uh, we got locked down. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm like all ripped. You know, I. I just done a bodybuilding contest and I was like, ah, dang, how am I going to work out now that I can't go to the gym? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm working out in my backyard and then I came in, I'm going I'm to tell everybody about how to make, how to make hydroxychloroquine. Okay. And uh, sure. it was, it was, it was from a native American. In fact, a native uh-huh. American had had come up with this uh, remedy and just like you described it. Uh, so I just put it together. I said, this is, these are the things that will help. You know, I didn't say it was going to like cure anything. It's like, it can, it can do these things. Uh, it's, it can have these benefits and so forth. I did I did that video and I put it on I did it live on Facebook. It had like a million views and they took it <laughs> down. They wow. took it down. And I was like, ah what? that was my that was my first that was oh there's something there's something wrong.
0: Yeah. Right. Something
2: wrong. They took that down. Right. And then, you know, I started losing YouTube channels and I was like, ah, this is this is gonna be tough going forward, you know, get yeah. this information out. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Facebook and
0: some of these other social medias are actually run by humans.
2: No, no.
0: I think they're run by negative ETs or AI, either one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have an own agenda: of population depopulation, reducing the population. So of course they didn't want your information out there. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, when I worked for the CIA, they they told us do not go on Facebook because <laughs> we own it and we're using it. To monitor everyone, I was like, "Ah, <laughs> was like, well, then I'm going on it, <laughs> and I'm out of here. I'm out of the Yeah, you guys are, up. you guys are done." <laughs> so.
0: Oh, okay,
2: okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
0: For speaking out the way you do now, have you had threats of yourself? Have you been attacked, Michael? Or you've been
2: okay? I mean, I I have been attacked. Uh, did I tell you my little uh helicopter story when I was on the Pacific Crest Trail? I don't know if I. Relayed that here. I think
0: you did you? You yeah. didn't think
2: you? You decided to use your phone to text your friends, maybe right. yeah. calls, yeah. And, and they came, uh, they came along and and did the heart attack machine on me, and I. Uh, and then I, I, a little bit further up the trail, I had um uh, uh some guys I recognize those types of guys because they used to be, kind of like that, uh you know with their their fancy fancy SUVs, uh, and their their gear. So I I noticed I noticed that on this one section of the trail before I went into this long stretch of mountainous area. So I did I did the remote view and I was like, ah, they're up there waiting for me. And so I went I went wide. It took me all day. I should have, I should have, you know, like should have taken me an hour or two to go through this one section of trail. It took me all day to go around. Uh and it was it was beginning to be night and I was like I left them. So I was like ah so I'm on the trail and I'm walking. And they're, I don't know how I miss this guy, but they're, um, I guess their guy that was way up the trail. He wasn't part of the hit team, I guess. He was just way up the trail to make sure no one came, came the other way, uh, who, who would have gone back the other way because it was all one way when I was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I see this guy. He looks at me. I look at him, and it's kind of like, don't do anything or it's not going to be good for you type look. Uh, and we just kind of like walk past each other, eyeing each other, <laughs> and then he 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 left, and then I uh, I was like ooh, but yeah they 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 followed me they they still follow me uh, they they uh, they do different uh, ways of threatening me uh, they've used uh, different um, energy devices on me That's I cool. I've I've awoken uh, sometimes in the night and have to crawl across the floor to get out of their beam. But um, I, I could feel it, like just yeah. going cross-eyed. My brain starting to sh- ring in the ears. My brain starting to fry. And it's like, yeah, they're 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 nasty. Uh, so I I, pro- I throw up protection. I was okay. I missed that one. Uh, But I redouble my protection. Call in angelic forces, and I I continue on. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, I'm glad you're okay, Michael, and you're doing wonderful work. Um. And um, have you remote view next year? What about next year? What do you, have you seen yeah. much of
2: after this period, maybe a possible darkness in November? Uh, past, past November. I don't know what, what transpires, but uh, past January, when we're getting into March, April timeframe, I see incredible. I just see incredible things. Everyone's super happy. Um, uh-huh. Now, it's it's interesting. This this is on a level that I didn't see before. Because I people were asking me about you know what do you see in the future? And I said well, uh, I see dancing in the streets, but then I see another dark period. And that dancing street ended up being the the convoys, uh, the trucker convoys that were happening up in Canada, and they happen all over the world. I said all over the world, I see people dancing in the streets, uh, and and then I see darkness again. I don't know what it is. And then it was that little period that we had. Uh, And then it kind of like, you know, dark again. So this darkness continues up until from what I'm seeing into the March, April timeframe, where something really shifts on the level that we've been talking about, as far as like consciousness really raising uh, several notches and uh, there's a clearing. Mm -hmm. So that that's what I see uh, in the future right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's good. That's good.
2: And you don't see food. I don't see food shortages the way that they plan it. No, neither. No, I think we're going to be good. Yeah, I think we're gonna gas to... prices really high, really, really high. Really? But, uh, yeah, I, I think we'll I think we're going to get a massive spike this summer because we're not even in the summer. And usually you get the biggest spikes uh, in gas prices in the summer. Uh-huh. So uh, we'll probably see uh, even higher gas prices. Um, inflation will continue to go upwards. But uh, yeah, there there will be food. People will have food. That's. Mm-hmm uh whether you know people help help each other out which i think is is happening already right. or you know they just darker on their own stuff like you know a lot of us are uh that helps out mm-hmm. uh, people have already you know gathered food they have uh extra food sources like i do and i think a lot of people have done that so i think we're going to weather through this pretty pretty uh well uh-huh well that's good that's good that's good michael
0: What Do you think about um, October this year i've been told by my by plenty and friends that'll be a special month especially october twenty second which mm-hmm. will be a good day for humanity do you think we'll shift into the
2: fourth dimension by then i'm I'm not getting it yet but uh, I hope so i'm always hopeful um, like like i said there uh, into November seems like to be there's a there's a problem in there but mm-hmm. uh maybe if we do have uh, an event that basically shifts it the other way, which is always a possibility. I I always pray for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That could be it. I, I'll I'll look at that. I haven't looked at that date yet, but I'll actually look at October 22nd. Uh, When I, when I look at it right now, it looks like a good day. I don't see anything wrong. There's nothing bad. Okay. Uh, As far as like uh, consciousness, it's always in an upward movement from, from, you know, two years ago up till now. I see. So, okay.
0: Uh, yeah. That's good. Okay. How about, how about the med beds? Do you see those coming out in October?
2: Yeah. Well, they're already uh, coming out now. Um, okay. I, ha- I have a, a friend, Jason Shurka that just brought out another friend of mine that I thought that she wasn't um, Dr. Uh, Sandra Michaels. Uh, I didn't think she was going to come out with her med bed technology for many years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she told me as well, Uh, Mm -hmm. but it seems to be, this is a, there's a quickening and it's, they're basically releasing it now. So it's, uh, it's, it's already helping a lot of people. Uh, It should uh, gather some, it's just one of many technologies that are going to come out. And just like you and I, we we're outspoken about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. We get away with it. Uh, we inspire other people to speak out, and uh, I think that as now that she is basically releasing Medbed technology and she's still alar- still around and nothing's happened to her, she's definitely protected on uh, many different levels that more Med technology comes out. So I think there's, there's all kinds of Medbed technology out there, uh, all of it will be beneficial some more than others. And as we move forward, I think will the, the technology will increase, uh, get more effective and so forth. For example, let's say
0: you're 80 years old listening to this broadcast today and you'd like to go use a med bed, Michael, to go back to when you were 29 and have a family. Do you think that'll be possible? Mm,
2: it's maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, cause we look at, we look at the past and we look at the, uh, you know, uh, Abraham, what was he like in his hunt? He was over a hundred or something. He had, he had a kid. Um, right. so, uh, and then we had Methuselah living to be eight or 900 years old. I think so. Well, I think so. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I think that is uh, a distinct possibility. Wow. Well, wow. Well, if you had a chance to go back to 29, would you? You know, I feel better now than I did when I was 29, actually.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. So cool.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm good. And I look forward to, uh, Mm -hmm. refining like a fine wine, uh, as, as I continue to grow older, uh, uh, wiser, smarter now going back and, you know, having, uh, some, some of those abilities, if I went back to 29, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be as well-developed as I am now. (laughs) So I'm very Mm well-developed. Uh, uh, I wouldn't have the control that I have mentally, physically that I, that I have now. So for me going back, maybe as far as like, you know, having more energy, I I'm, I don't know. I don't, I, I really feel like I'm, I'm better now than I've ever been in my life. Oh, that's
0: great. That's great. The, the people of Telos underneath Shasta have told me, Michael, that it's better not to eat meat, that 80% of Ascension is not eating meat. Some simple
2: thing. What do you think of that statement? I I believe it. you know, it's for me at this point right now, uh, I eat meat less, a lot less than, than I did back when I was 29. Uh, yeah. Back when I was 29, it was like, you know, three meals a day had meat in them. Uh, right, right. today. One meal will have meat in it, but it's 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 not as much. Right. Uh, and there's many, many times during the week where I don't have any meat. So I'm moving in the direction. And I remember when I was a teenager, I had this I had this one um, uh, one of my friend's mother. She was incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. Um, she was from uh, Iran. And uh she was she was always giving and she and her husband, and my, my friend was uh was born in America, spoke spoke uh, you know, like a southern southern boy, you know, like in Columbia, yeah. South Carolina. Right. Uh, so you wouldn't you wouldn't really know other than he was dark, you know, had wavy hair and uh he had kind of a little, a little bit larger of a nose. But uh, right. other than that you uh, and his skin color was olive but other than that you would know that he wasn't uh an American everyone's American to me if they're here in America so I don't care what your skin color is really right but uh she was amazing she uh she told me back when I was a teenager so we're looking you know almost 50 years ago right. uh, she was telling me that uh someday we won't eat meat and I always always thought that she was right about that and i think yeah. we're moving in that direction that yeah. and that doesn't mean that the the deep state idea that we're gonna eat bugs and stuff like that is gonna is come to fruition maybe i don't know yeah, right but uh you know so i, I, even, I even look at plants i even look at plants i'm growing these plants out here i'm like ah oh, i love these plants they're like i don't want to eat i don't even want to eat the plants <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right. But I think as we go into the higher dimensions, Michael, we won't need to eat like we do now. We'll yeah. live on the prana, the energy of the earth of the universe, so we won't need to eat as much as we do now. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And and I've tried that. I've done the sun gazing thing, and uh, it didn't work for me. But uh, you know, the effort is 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 definitely there. And I think that the, uh, like you're talking about, uh, you know, higher dimensional beings. You know, they don't eat. Right. They just like you said, they right. just live off the energy. They just think what they need, and it's there, right. So it's, right? I think that's what we're that's where we're going, definitely. Because I kind of do a little bit of that now, mm-hmm. uh, as far as energy and uh, you know the things that I need. Uh, I can survive in like crazy conditions, so it's it's really you know what's up here and how you okay. focus yourself. And I think that's part of consciousness uh, as we ascend we become even more refined in that. And we create like you're talking about, you know, the energy and the, the sustenance that we need just through our thoughts. That's what the Pelicans
0: say. They say they
2: don't need to eat. They
0: can eat socially, but they don't have to eat because they can yeah. live off the prana of the universe. So, which I thought was fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I totally look forward to that. I got a question in Michael um, from someone here who's interesting, a little bit off, maybe off topic, but have you heard much about the deep underground bases? What about the rescued children and people in in those bases? Uh, is that mostly?
2: Have they been mostly cleaned up? Are, are the white hats still cleaning those up now? Uh, I think the the operations will continue for quite some time because uh, uh, they it's it's hard to keep them completely out because they have secretive past. I've looked, I've remote viewed yeah. a lot of that stuff. Yeah and uh you know some of some of the operations down there are on a level that you know I only remote view just a little bit of it it's it's so tragic and uh disturbing yeah. that you know you don't want to you don't want right. to see too much yeah. so i really feel for those guys that are are really involved in a lot of that but uh i think uh probably 85 90% are 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 done uh you know of course there's there's other cultures that live underground. Uh, right. I think like telos, like you're talking about. I think that uh comes to uh you know our understanding, our awareness, and they they become more active in, mm-hmm. in working with us. When I was in Mount Shasta one time,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh I was on my own. It was just after a nice snowfall, and I was walking up the 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 mountain, the road that goes up the mountain, it was you know closed off, but I was walking up. And I think a Telos guys came out and uh, and and told me to be careful up the of the trail. Totally white, white hair, right. um, spoke spoke in ways that were not usual. You know, have a blessed day and just all just very. And when I looked at him, I first, I is that a man or a woman? Um, okay. And so very very refined uh, in a lot of different ways. Right. <laughs> and I'd always wanted to meet someone from Telos because I've been going to Mount Shasta for most almost i would say most of my life uh i love that area and uh so i get a little visit i think so yeah i think that uh you know as we as we go forward there will be more visitations like that there will be more you know uh visits and even people going to venus uh i think the uh venusians are are, are among us and working have been working with us for quite some time uh Mm -hmm. my, my secret space program memories and and interactions are you know filled with uh you know, the people from Venus, Angelics, and all kind of crazy stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and like you were talking about, as far as like, you know, uh, warfare in the future, mm-hmm. it's definitely on uh, moving in a different direction. Still, still weaponry uh, on, on crazy levels, but uh, there, there are like the Jedi type stuff uh, that's happening out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I want to tell you,
0: and um, at Mount Shasta in years past, I've I've heard stories of where people, are part of my my tour group out there, have had a, a Talosian materialize right next to them, mm, mm. and then she was surprised. She was uh, looked like just like us, a little stockier, blonde hair, but human otherwise. I mean, you wouldn't have passed her on the street, thought anything differently. Right. But, but she just materialized right next to this friend of mine down there. It was a couple of years ago that happened. Mm. And she communicated telepathically with him, and said that she'd like to look at the crystals, and she was very curious. This guy was very highly advanced spiritually, and so he could see her, and so she was very interested in how you could see me and other people can 't because his high vibration was high enough where he could he could see her easily
2: wow that's that 's fascinating to me I love that yeah I love those stories yeah i yeah. would love, to, I love I would love for my vibration so I, you know I've, like we 're talking about, I refine myself you know over time uh, True. in a lot of different ways. And I think that's one of the reasons why I had that encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that, um, as more of us refine ourselves, more of those, uh, meetings and uh, interactions happen because I've, I've heard of people like going into telos. I'm like, ah, I want to do that. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, but it, Am I, am I ready for that? I, I feel like I am, but, uh, yeah, you know I, know, I guess it's, uh, I guess they'll know. So.
0: Right, but they they do need a deposit, and they'll need your gold um, plated, <laughs> diamond studded platinum credit card just in case you have any incidental expenses. So. No
2: problem. Whatever whatever you need, I'm good. It's just it's just material stuff here on this this uh, realm. Doesn't doesn't really matter when you get something like that. Uh, that's, you know, that's the opportunity out, of a lifetime, right?
0: Out, outside of Telos, they have uh, elephants and giraffes that talk to you. Um, lions and tigers tigers and bears. Oh my, that do talk. to telepathically too and yeah. um, they have an artificial sun michael that has a golden light that you don't have a you don't have a shadow with it
2: yeah um, yeah it's a nice place yeah. yeah yeah that's 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 my memories of uh you know uh being on venus too uh most uh-huh. of it's underground there is they're terraforming venus uh it is it is coming along but uh there's most of it's underground and it's it's absolutely magical. Lots of water. Uh, and, uh, everyone talks telepathically. Uh Uh-huh. It's, it's pretty cool. Right. And you have to be truthful.
0: You can't, you can't lie about anything. I mean, you're in the fifth dimension and when you communicate, you're just, it's your, it's mind to mind communication. So.
2: Right. And that's, that's what I think, you know, when we talk about uh, Nassar Jassar and that kind of stuff, I think that's that quantum level of, uh, economic activity that's going to still continue for a little bit longer. Uh, that is on that level. So someone that is uh, of a negative uh, mind when they, when they want to manipulate money or whatever, it just, right. it just won't happen for them. It's just right. impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. Right.
0: you know, I get the, I get at least one question per week on Nassar Gassar and and I tell him, I said, eventually it will come, but I don't see it anytime soon. What have you remote viewed that, by the way? When do you think it'll come, if if ever?
2: I don't think it's going to come the way that we think it is. Yeah. Uh, I mm-hmm. my understanding and what I see in the future is is completely opposite. Uh, like, like I said, quantum level. So quantum level. If you think of quantum level thinking, like. Telepathic thinking or whatever interaction, mm-hmm. uh, I somehow that is what I that is what I see in the future uh, mm-hmm. when when doing uh, economic transactions. It's kind of like you know you and I if we we have an agreement a verbal agreement you know we are of such high caliber you know our word is like gold right. Uh, but most people oh we got to sign this contract and you're going to have to put everything we're going to line everything out oh right. it's like nah I don't want I I don't I don't I'm not interested in that. That's yeah. pretty much the way you know the i believe the economic activity in the future works is basically right. Right. you don't you don't need anything really uh there i think i think for a period of time there's still going to be some kind of interaction maybe it's crypto some some type uh you know interaction that's gold backed or mm-hmm. silver backed or, or all the above or right. whatever right. uh mm-hmm. but uh I don't, I don't see the currency that we have right now it's it's basically dying like the dinosaurs of old it's it's already it's already on its death, death bed and uh, pretty much gone yeah i think you're right yeah i think you're right well isn't have you been to other planets
0: um other than this one michael and and advanced human planets they don't use currency like we do here oh not at all yeah it's like there's a bargaining system or your needs are just simply taken care of um and you can create a lot of things through your mind and there's free energy and health isn't an issue because everybody's healthy and happy so the, this planet, um, maybe Alex Collier was right. Not Alex Collier, Alex Jones was right. He calls it prison planet, you know. I, I I'm not sure if it was a prison planet, but a lot of things in this lower third dimension are tough because we're in this lower dimension. But as we go into higher dimensions, I I, I look at it. All of my spirit friends said we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. Michael, I I do, I see that happening. So I agree. And that's the not vision sure. I've had for many years. Hasn't changed. Yeah. And, yeah it hasn't changed yeah
2: yeah and I, I think we're moving you know even though you know you look at all the things right now and I know a lot of people are are frustrated, that's because you're losing an old system. so you're losing this old system the people are getting frustrated and they, they don't understand they can't comprehend why things have to be like this, but it has to be like this to break free from mm-hmm. this old system so you're lo- you're losing these old systems. And most people are, are pretty set uh, mm-hmm. in their ways. I'm I'm extremely flexible. Thank, thankfully, I learned that over over my years in the military and the CIA. Just you have to be able to move on a dime. Sometimes you know to stay alive. Right. Um, so I, you never get you never get grounded on any one thing. You're always ready, ready to shift. Uh, right. And that's that's very good. So my consciousness is like that. So I'm looking at stuff and it's like, oh, that's that's going away. It's mm-hmm. it's going to shift. We're 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 moving away from. You know, we're, we're going to a council system. We're not going to have, you know, you know, all these these crazy people that are governing us. We don't need to be governed in the future, just like we're right. talking about. You know, we're, right. we're high of enough caliber that we don't, no one comes and governs us. I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we have to learn to allow that to fall away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still people going to be clinging to that, kind of like, you know, clinging to the sides of the Titanic as it's going down. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not anything that you need to cling to, you know, you need to get away from it, get, you know, get to the lifeboats. There was plenty of room on the lifeboats. Um, but a lot of people were bamboozled or, or didn't understand, or, uh, didn't, didn't think it would sink. And it's like, Oh, we'll, we'll put the lifeboats out there. We'll put the women and children on there. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, And then, and then they went down with the ship. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's what's happening right now with a lot of these systems are going down. Right. Right. They are. They are. And for
0: people who don't can't adapt to the new way of thinking and the higher vibrations, they won't stay here. I don't think, because they don't want to stay here. Yeah. And and that's okay. Mm -hmm, That's Um, okay. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not meant for everyone, but I, but like president Kennedy told me a year and a half ago, please try to leave no neighbor behind,
2: try to take as many people as possible. Oh, that's beautiful. Absolutely. That's I, I want, I want, I want everyone to come, right. but, uh, you know, I, I know at this point is probably not a possibility. Um, and we're already seeing a lot of people that are checking out. Uh, so, yeah, and, so, and some of them need to be checked out. <laughs> so, uh, and, <laughs> right. uh, that's been happening, mm-hmm. but, uh, there's, uh, there's still a lot of people that, you know, are clinging to the old ways and right. Uh, and, and who knows, you know, a lot. I've seen so many people, uh, my shows have, uh, so many people, I mean, thousands and thousands of people told me how I've helped them wake up. They were still nice. stuck in, a, in an old way of thinking right, and right. they pop, popped out of that. And they're like, Oh, and now they're, they're like all changing like crazy, you know? And like some of them have their own, you know, uh, you know, uh, YouTube channels and doing really, really successful. That's, that's, that's fantastic. fantastic. That's, uh, what, that's what we want going forward. Mm-hmm. People to be successful, and whatever it is they want to be successful in. And there should right. be no hindrance uh, yeah. to that going forward, as long as obviously it's uh, not imposing on anyone's free will or taking advantage of people. But uh, I think as we move forward, uh, like we're talking about, that's that just isn't part of the reality. It just doesn't exist. I have a couple of psychic
0: friends in Japan, and they call um, Japan Lemuria 2.0, and they call the United States Atlantis 2.0. Mm. that a, a lot of spirits um, from Atlantis are here in the United States. We've still got that battle between good and good and, uh, g- good and evil happening right now, between the forces of light and forces of darkness. Um, but the forces of light are winning. In Japan, they called J- the, the, J- the Japan Lemuria 2.0, because that was the westernmost part of Lemuria mm. before it imploded 12,500 years ago. And many of the spirits there... Are, are starting to ascend. Japan is supposed to will be the first country as a whole to ascend into the higher dimensions from what I've been told. So, that's, that's beautiful.
2: Wow. And yeah. you know, what, what's interesting is um, remember back in the uh, 87 or so when we had that massive stock market crash before yep. then, Japan was like, everyone was looking at Japan. Japan is like the most high tech country. They're going to be the leader of the world in the future. Right. right. And, and now they're completely falling away. So just like yeah. we're talking about, you, yeah, right. I believe they let go of that materialistic side
4: mm-hmm.
2: and they've raised their consciousness to the point because I, I, right, I, right. I deal with a lot of people in Japan uh-huh. and, and they're phenomenal. Of course, they talk about how, you know, they're seeing a lot of people are getting the shot and so forth. But um, right. I think uh, like we're, what we're talking about, that can be overcome. Uh, right, and right. I think it will be exactly. overcome by a lot of people. But yeah, I mean as far as like, you know, percentage-wise, uh I I don't doubt that whatsoever. I think the people of Japan are and I have always felt that. And when I visited Japan 30, 40 years ago, it was it was always magical to me and I always looked up to the people uh, the Japanese people. I thought they were very refined. Oh yeah. Uh, and very very uh and humble because I think that you yeah. know that that humbleness and that's not weakness whatsoever, a humbleness like if like for me, I, I know my abilities, you know, but I'm humble about them, you know, right. because yeah. when you when you get really cocky with what you have, that's when you set yourself up for failure. I've, I've noticed that over the years. So I try not to go there because <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I usually yeah. get spanked in a way. To OK, remember, you, you have to be humble with this stuff. So we'll give you all these abilities, but you have to be humble with them. So that's the way I am. And I think the Japanese, you know, embody that humbleness. Uh, even though I think they're, you know, advanced in many different ways uh, very well. Of course, you know, there, there's there's that, there's some that have arrogance and so forth, but that's obviously not humbleness. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, again, don't get it confused with, um, you know, because you see that everywhere. I see mm-hmm. that, like we're talking about with people that think they're very uh, refined, think they're very, uh, you know, advanced and say, uh, I I've seen some of these people at, uh, these Christian events where they're like, yes, I'm going to get a, I'm going to be one of the 144,000 mm-hmm. and, uh, and everybody on stage is like, yeah, yeah. And they're high-fiving each other almost, you know, what about the audience? What about the audience? You know, so, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are starting to see through, you know, that, uh, there's, there's a lot of manipulation, I think within, uh, a lot of these churches. Uh, and we're, we're breaking free from all that. So another, another control system like the Pope, the Pope is gone. The Pope has been taken care of mm-hmm. You know, Joe Biden's gone. He's been taken care of, you know, all the, there's a lot of people out there that we, some people still look at and go, Oh, you know, they're, they're very powerful how we're going to overcome this. These people are gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's not about a sinking ship anymore. That ship is gone. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's already disappeared mm-hmm. under the waters. Couldn't agree more, uh, Michael, and I
0: appreciate your work so much because you're helping people find a new way for the new earth and create a beautiful and happy planet. That's the total purpose of my show, and that's why I like, like your work so much. If somebody came up to you um, from the street now and said, Michael, I've seen you, I've seen you on the shows, and, and what would you recommend that I do to make the world a better place?
2: Uh, everyone you see, send them love. So okay. that, that was the first thing that I was taught. Uh, along these, this higher consciousness, you know, spirituality, uh, movement that I, that I embarked on and I was like, ah, that's, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but yeah. I was like, okay, I'll try that. And I, I tried it and, you know, it was kind of a little, a little, a little funky at first. I, I would like look at people lovingly and they look at me like, what are you doing? Look at me like that. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to, you know, right. look at someone and, and love them. You know, it's like, you're just thinking love. You know, it's all, mm-hmm. and you get in that that habit where, you know, I think love and you're like, you uh, know, like we've been talking about. I send love to terrorists. I send yeah. love to Lucifer. <laughs> and right. uh, it's it does it does its effect. Right. Mm-hmm. I've, I've sent love to, uh, you know, uh, political types that are gone now. So uh-huh. um, that right. love is is very is more powerful, like we've been talking about than any other we've always heard love is the most powerful thing in the the universe. It is. So start sending love uh, to everyone you see, you'll get comfortable with that and then you'll take it to the next level. You'll start to, you know, have love around yourself, around your family. uh, And you're, then you're, you're seeing that everything you want to, you know, manifesting your life starts to manifest faster, faster, faster. That's right. So it's that's it's right. it's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. As we go into the higher dimensions, we will be able to manifest anything we want. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. Michael, what's your website for people who can look you
2: up perhaps and see more of the kind of work you do and contact you? Ah, uh, thank you, Dad. It's Here. Michael K Jaco J A C O dot com, and <laughs> uh, you know have have uh, you know. Paraline courses and uh, lots of stuff. Uh, I promote a lot of uh, good healing stuff, like we're uh-huh. like talking about. So there's a lot of good stuff on there. Uh huh. Excellent.
0: Well, I'm so happy you could come on today. I'll give you a call later in the week about to channeling Humphrey Bogart. He's here yeah. by the way. Really All enjoying right. his work, and it'll be fun to talk to him. Warren Bacall, Gregory Peck, Ronald Reagan, and there's a couple more coming through. John Wayne. Um, it'll be fun. Um. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. They they did see, a lot.
2: If I can connect with them a little bit, that'll be that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um Al
2: says hi. Home says hi. Like, she oh, worked. Yeah, yeah. Good he's tell, him, tell him tell you know. It. Yeah. Hi. And I I I thought he did what he did was uh was it was fascinating. I I know he's been uh made out to be a bad guy, but I don't think he was as bad as everybody's trying to make him out to be. No, he, he
0: wants to change now and, and take the steps to ascend. So I'm going to help him. So anyway, excellent. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Great, Michael. Well, I hope, I hope you have a beautiful day, my friend. Thanks so much for coming on today. It's always fun to talk to you, Michael. And um, I'll get a hold of you later in the week about Humphrey Bogart. He does want to talk to you. Well, we'll do a channeling session. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay. Okay, Michael, have a great day and keep up your good yeah. work, Michael. You too as well. Thank you. Thank all you right. Thanks so much. All right. Cheers. cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Michael Jaco. I always enjoy talking to him. It's always so much fun. And I'm so happy he could come on today. His website, again, is www.michaelkjaco.com. And I urge you all to check out his website. He does a lot of really, really good work. And I'm so glad he could he could come on today. Well the next couple of segments of my show is very interesting. The first part from now until about um uh 1 30, um or 12, 12 30 Pacific time, 1 uh 2:30 Central, 3:30 Eastern time will be on uh, spies among us. Who are they and what do they want? And there's a lot lot to tell about that and, and uh what they're doing and and the background of that. The second part will be on um from about uh 1230 Pacific time to 1 p.m. Pacific, Uh, we'll be on um, Mount Shasta, and Zora will be coming through to give us some messages for humanity. Zora's a wonderful fellow. Uh, He came to me last week, wanted to come on my show, and I said, sure, I'd love to channel him. So he'll be giving some messages, which I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy. Uh, One of the things happening is, um, let me get my notes here. I've got quite a bit of notes to go over with you today, is... um, um, this is um, this is a really a- important time in human history we 're ascending, and there 's three ascension cycles coming together all at once. The first one is is the Mayan Katoon cycle where it takes twenty five thousand eight hundred years for this planet, this earth, and this solar system to go around the central sun of this universe that 's the first one. The second part of that ascension cycle is every 2,000 years. I call it the Jesus cycle because Jesus was a, was a, a, here on planet Earth about 2,000 years ago helping people to ascend. And then there's a third smaller ascension cycle every 100 years, which I call the, the 1920s, Roaring Twenties cycle, where every 100 years there's a there's an ascension cycle. So all of the ascension cycles are coming together now, and this is the seventh civilization that has um, that has attempted to ascend. And this is the farthest and the, the most the, the most we've come in any civilization for many tens of thousands of years is this civilization right now in the seventh civilization. So myself, I've been here about 52,000 years, and this is an exciting time for me because this is what I came for, and I've been waiting over 50,000 years for this moment in human history. Um, to be here now is, is a um, privilege, um, because there are a lot of souls who wanted to be part of this ascension cycle now, but could not. There weren't enough bodies and container with but people people here for for other entities to come in and experience this this ascension. So um, even though life is hard for many of us right now, um, please know that all of my spirits friends say this is going to get a lot better. And just to hang on, by late August September we'll be we will be ascending into the fourth dimension. And then a little bit more than two years after that, at the end of 2024, we'll be shooting into the fifth dimension, and so a lot of negative entities will be leaving during this time. Mother Earth, um, who's part of um, part of God, if you will, the supreme being who created everything that there is, has has said that she can't, she doesn't want to be abused anymore. She doesn't want to be polluted anymore. She's tired of the fight, fighting and and the dis- disharmony here on the planet by some people. And so she wants, if you cannot learn to behave and live in peace and harmony, she doesn't want you on the planet anymore. And for many individuals, they are leaving, as Michael and I were just discussing. And um, many of them will be going off to another planet in the lower part of the third dimension, on the other side of the solar system, where where they will be for about 25,800 years. Now, um, to work out their karma, they don't have to be there that long. In theory, it's possible for them to soon ascend earlier, but for many of them, they will be there. And by ascend, I mean that they will be advancing into the fourth and fifth dimension, which which we're doing now. Um, all eyes of the universe are honest right now to see what we do, the decisions we make in our evolution. At the end of the at the end of the day, I've been told by Nostradamus that the what happens now on this planet will be an example of how other species and other races and other peoples can all live as one on this planet. It'll be a model for the rest of the universe on how other space races can live together rather than fighting and, and, and competing with each other. So this is an exciting, a very exciting time to, to be alive. Um, the, um, as uh, my friend Michael Jacob was saying just a few minutes ago, there are, um, the negatives know that they've lost They've lost lost the war, but there are some battles coming up, and they're trying to stay because um, they know that as the the, um, the vibrations of this planet continue to rise, um, negative entities cannot stay here. This process started in September 2016 when the um, human residents, the residents, the vibration of planet Earth almost doubled from um, 7.8 hertz to... Uh, something like thirteen point eight hertz, and since that time it 's gone up many thousands of uh, percent higher, and now we are headed toward the uh, fourth dimension and then fifth dimension. Uh, we have surpassed the frequency of love this is the frequency of love here five twenty eight hertz when you when I hit this five twenty eight hertz tuning love tuning fork with this Lemurian crystal from Mount Shasta spreads love everywhere i 'm going to hit that now one two Isn't that beautiful if you'd like one of these please see my website at out of this world that's out of this world plural.com and you're welcome to order the i think they're 50 or 55 dollars in foods postage but um at any rate we are are getting higher and higher vibrations every day and negative entities um are not being allowed to stay here but doesn't mean that they're not they're not trying And one of the ways they're doing it is through um, the shot program because people who take the shots currently, um, as Michael and I were talking just a minute ago, their soul starts to leave their bodies because the mRNA technology, which is reptilian technology, that mRNA technology separates, it changes your DNA, and it makes um, makes your DNA more like the reptilians and the grays. The greys are a slave species from the Orion constellation, so people who do take the shots um, are in danger of of losing their humanness and becoming part grey or part reptilian because they don't have a soul any longer. Their soul leaves. All of their eight chakras or nine chakras are completely shut down, so they don't have compassion, they don't have love, and they don't have feelings either. So this is, a, this, is a, this is a big deal. Um, there are ways to reverse the damage done by these shots. If you'd like a free remedy sheet, doesn't cost anything, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Or you can also write me on my proton mail account at outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com. I'm happy to send it to you. Very simple home remedies recommended by uh, some medical doctors I know. And there are some prayers, too. There's a healing prayer you can say. And it goes like this. You count down from five to one or ten to one. And then you snap your fingers and say, if you're a woman, you say from the goddess within me. If you're a man, you say from the God, from the God within me. I ask and command the supreme being to please heal me from the effects of the shedding. People get shedded upon. If 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 they're around people um, who've taken the, the shot. Um, so you, you ask from the, God, from the goddess within me, I ask and command the supreme being to heal me completely from the effects of the shedding and or the vaccine. And I am now completely healed and I know it to be true and snap your fingers. And that can really help you reverse the effects of the shedding and or the vaccine as well. If you're a man, you simply say from the God within me, I ask and command the supreme being. To uh, reverse the effects of the uh, shedding and/or the vaccine, I am now completely healthy, and I know it to be true. In this, snap of your fingers—that can turn it around as well. Very simple things you can do, and it's listed on these sheets. Um, I've seen people spontaneously heal from it. Now, um, the other thing phenomenon I've been seeing is that some people have been taken over by the dark side, and I'm not going to. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples here and they've unfortunately they used to be good healers or good good light workers but for one reason or another they've been been uh, been taken over by the dark side and one of those was a single letter guy who used to he used to be on my show he doesn't not uh, on here any longer because i started re- receiving ports reports earlier this year that he was uh, assaulting women and um don't ask me how he did it but he did do it and i've been approached by Oh well, over a dozen women women in different parts of the world who all claim the same thing now, if you have been assaulted by this single letter guy, um, I urge you to contact the police. This is a crime, and you should report it um, also, if you need help i 'm um, happy to uh, provide some counseling for that or you know seek some professional help. Um, because um, um, what what happens is that um, if you get a i guess he 's still doing sessions now for people, but if he if you do have a session with him, be sure to put up all kinds of protection because if you don 't you can he can track you anywhere in the world through your ed- energy signature and he 's very skilled at it, and you can definitely be assaulted by him i 'm just warning people uh, about that um, his stepfather actually was a, a um, Worked for the Central Intelligence Agency, and his specialty was mind control. So he's learned these techniques how to do it. Um, he used to do good work before he turned to the dark side. He turned to the dark side last December. It's a long story, everything that happened. But um, and I wish, I, I hope someday he gets back back on the light path because he was an excellent light worker, an excellent healer. But once he got turned to the other side, um, it's now it's now very it can be very dangerous to have a session. Um, with him. I just wanted to warn people that. The second thing is that um, there was a gentleman named um, Simon Parks who used to be on my radio show for, I don't know, four or five years up until 2020. And at first, when I first had Mr. Parks on my show, I really liked him. He had a good source of information. And I always enjoyed talking to him. He was on my show twice a month on a regular basis. Um, that was true up until about 2020, and um, uh, he, but he's changed quite a bit since then. And one of the things that I learned is that I had a phone call with him and the single letter guy back in June of 2020, where um, Simon said he always wanted to work for um, an intelligence agency. And that's fine. This is a planet of free will, and everyone has their careers and aspirations. And um, he wanted me to work with him, um, working for the Central Intelligence Agency in disseminating false and, and misleading information to the public. And I said, I couldn't do that. I don't care how much you paid. I couldn't do it. So I didn't do it. And since that time, um, he has uh, wor- worked for them. And um, uh, I know he has, a, he has a group called Connecting Consciousness. There's a lot of good people in, in CC. I used to be a member of that myself. But I just want people to be careful. Um, because um, uh, there, are, there are things there that I don't think people realize what's going on, and um, and uh, in in um, and to note his his new occupation, working for intelligence agencies. I'd like to don if we could go ahead and play that song, "Secret Agent Man." That would be great, um, and we'll just play it for a couple of minutes, and then we'll come back. Um, write this down. Thank thanks, Don.
5: There's a stranger When every move he makes Another chance he takes The odds are he won't live to see tomorrow Secret agent man Secret agent man They've given you a number Hadn't taken away That you find a pretty face can hide an evil mind, but be can't do what you say. and <laughs>
0: so much for playing that. Um, if you'd like more information about Simon's intelligence background and his family's intelligence background, go. it's all publicly available. Just go to his website www.simonparks.org uh, Click on biography and you can read about how his grandfather was a member of MI6 and his mother worked for the Central Intelligence Agency and the NSA. I wish him well, but uh, uh, anyway, I wanted to, uh, to point that out. Um, my next part of the program We'll be talking about Mount Shasta. And Don, if we could um, show that picture of Mount Shasta. It's a cloud picture with uh, the mountain and a and a circular cloud around it. Thanks so much. Uh, we keep it there for a few minutes. That is a um, UFO right on top of Mount Shasta I took some years ago. And the cloud itself is circular. There is a UFO inside of it. And um, it's from the hollow Earth and there's quite a bit of story to tell you I'll tell you briefly how that happened around um, about 12,500 years ago the um, um, Atlanteans um, um, blew up part of the part of Earth and with crystalline and nuclear technology and what happened is that the theologians the who were living out in the Pacific at the time um, had about 1.3 million people living out in Hawaii Maui was the the, the middle of Lemuria. And they, they managed to escape, however, with all their technology, but with only about 25,000 people to caverns 125 miles beneath Mount Shasta uh, in what's called the Hollow Earth. And they've been there ever since. They've been there 12,500 years ago, uh, 12,500 years. They are a fifth dimensional civilization. I've been down to Telos many times. And they're humans just like us, except they're a little stockier. Um, they're originally from the, from the Pleiades, but they look just like us. And sometimes people from Telos will come up and they'll live and work in Mount Shasta and you will meet them as well. The men all have long beards, um, and they have a long white robe. The women have beautiful long hair, very, very, very attractive. And they're very, very intelligent. They communicate telepathically. You sometimes will see them around Shasta, people who don't quite fit in. Um, and um, I, when I first went to shasta uh, with a spiritual group back in two thousand and sixteen, there was part of my group hiking up toward the top of Mount shasta um, and out of nowhere, this fellow shows up with with a long white beard and, he, and and my part of my group was doing prayers and meditation for world peace and the, and this fellow asked if he could join them and what was interesting, they said, "Sure." So he joined my, my part of my group there. And what was interesting is that there was nothing around for miles. They didn't see him walking toward him at all. He just sort of appeared. So he did some prayers and meditation with them. And then after about oh, 25, 30 minutes, he said, well, I have to get going now. I wish you well. And thank you so much for letting me share this, share this time with you. So he puts his, um, both of his hands on his heart, bows his head. And they looked around, and poof, he was gone. He was from Telos, and he came to visit them. That also happened at another place called Soul Connections, which is a crystal and bookstop, beautiful place in downtown Mount Shasta, where another person the following year, and it's part of my spiritual group, was looking at some uh, crystals on a on a shelf. And uh, suddenly, this woman appears just to his right, out of the blue. <coughs> and she was quite surprised to see him because she telepathically told him, she says, he, she asked, you can see me, you can you see me? And he said, yes, I can see you. Because his vibrations were high enough, where he was at her level, and he could easily see her. She was in the shop looking, looking for crystals. I don't know how they, they'd they have money to, to buy the crystals. But some of them do work in the community, and you will see them there, which is great. But um, after, I don't know, after maybe 15, 20 minutes, she said, Well, I have to go now. So she disappeared, just Dematerialized, um, And so you do see them around. Um, they're beautiful people. And if you do meet people who don't seem to quite fit in with Earth civilization, they don't seem to be part of Mount Shasta community, then they're probably from from Telos. But if you do see a cloud like this, this is a there is a benevolent UFO behind it. Um benevolent UFOs, usually uh, the clouds that they have are white colored. If you see a reptilian craft, they usually have a red shifted cloud because they use a different propulsion system based upon Mercury. That's different from what the Telosians use. Um, uh, but um, anyway, you'll see that there. And you also see the the big cloud in front and also one behind it. There's there's two. There's two ships there. At night, we often uh, will find, will have them come down, beam themselves down to our campsite, where we'll talk to them. Um, back around about three years ago, Admiral Halosaurus, uh, plidian Admiral Halosaurus, who's in charge of the 4.5 million ships now circling planet Earth, plidian ships, came down to visit us for uh, about 45 minutes. We could see him, <coughs> ephemerally, in the um, in the in the flames. There at our at our campsite. It was just just an amazing experience since that time. I've been going down to Telos uh, since. Oh, my goodness. um, Since 16 or 17. And I haven't been there physically, but I've been there many times astrally. And the um, uh, the the Telosians are beautiful people. They're people just like us, except they're just in in the higher dimension. They also have healing technologies within Telos. Um, they, there's a main square plaza in Telos itself. They have an artificial sun. You don't see you don't see the um, there's no shadow associated with it. The light is golden, golden yellow light. And So when you walk around, you don't see your shadow at all. It's kind of strange, but you get used to it. And then and off to the left, if you're down in um, if you're at Mount Shasta, off to the left, there's a small door where you walk into, and there's a series of healing chambers there. They look like um, rose-colored quartz um, bathtubs. And what you do to get a healing, you take your shoes off, leave your clothes on, and you just just go into this, uh, this bathtub, and you lay down, and they will either bathe you in golden yellow light, or uh, sometimes people d- d- uh, describe it as like um, yellow jello, <laughs> yellow jello over it, but you're bathed in this golden healing light, and you might be there for a day, a couple hours, a week, maybe a month. And um, they're very loving and giving people. Um, on one of my first trips to Mount Shasta back in September 2016, there was a, a lady, a friend of mine, um, we became friends, who was the wife of a producer at Gaia TV. And um, thanks, Don, so much for showing that. And um, she had fibromyalgia, I think, for for at least for quite a few years. And she wanted to get rid of it. She was tired of taking Um, uh, prescription painkillers and the doctors really didn't know what to do to help her. They tried, but couldn't help her very much. And so she asked and was led into one of these healing chambers. She was there overnight. She remembered everything very vividly that they were covering her with this white, this white, uh, this golden um, yellow light all night. And by the time the next day came, her pain was completely gone. Fibromyalgia was completely healed. I saw it for my first uh, through my own eyes and she was completely healed and hasn't re- had any recurrence since. So a lot of miracles do happen there. It's a beautiful place. Um, of course, um, Zora from the Hollow Earth um, is uh, does go down to, t- he's, he's from that, that area as well. And he has a, um, a beautiful daughter named Billy, Billy Woodard. And I've been in touch met for, with Billy for many years now. He's a wonderful person. And Jane, both wonderful people. But Zora came to me last week, and he said that he has important messages for humanities, and um, that he wanted to get his messages out in other channels, including my own. So I said, he asked if I would channel him today, and I said, I'd be happy to. Um, And he he said he will be coming back from on my show from time to time with additional messages. So I'm going to, (coughs) I'm going to channel him now. So hold on, let me bring him in, and I'll give some messages. From Zora for
4: everyone. Mm. My dear beloved gods and goddesses, this is Zora from the Hollow Earth.
0: Your planet is going under tremendous change right now. Humanity is going under tremendous change. And soon everything you know in this third dimension will completely change because you'll be ascending into the fourth and fifth dimension. This year you'll be you will be ascending into the fourth the higher dimensions in just a few months. And I want everyone to know by listening to this show today to be prepared for it as best as you can by being as high vibration as possible, by treating your friends, neighbors, and loved ones, and family members with as much love and kindness as you possibly can. In the new world that's forming now on planet Earth on the surface, hatred, conflict, and disharmony will have no place. If If you want to live in disharmony, hatred, and conflict, You will not be allowed to stay here, period. So prepare for the coming new earth by being as loving and kind as possible to your friends, neighbors, family, and loved ones. Because this is what the new earth is going to be all about. You will not need to eat like you do today. You will not be eating meat in the future. But more importantly, you will live off the prana or the energy of the earth. We have lived in Telos and been there for for at least 12,500 years. Our population now is approximately 1.5, 1.6 million. We have achieved harmony within our civilization and within this planet Gaia by focusing on only doing good things for each other. We communicate telepathically. There is no crime. There is no conflict. It's the kind of civilization that humanity will have in a very, very short time. Everything is going to change for the better here within the next couple of years. He wants people to be aware of that. Don't get caught up in the media, which often lies to you, because we really do have a beautiful, bright future. Don't buy into the fear. The only thing... And Winston Churchill is here now. He's saying the only thing you have to fear is fear itself, which is nothing. I love you all, and I will be coming back again from time to time to give you additional messages. My dear goddess and goddesses, my dear brothers and sisters of of planet Earth, we love you all. And one day soon, in the next three or four years, we'll be walking among you, and you will You will see us physically because we will both be in the same high dimensions. With much love to all of you. Thank you. I am Zora from the Hollow Earth. (sighs) Zora also has been providing protection for me and I appreciate him so much, and guidance on spiritual matters. He says his messages are very important. He wants them to be widely disseminated as much as possible. He means absolutely no disrespect to um, to Billy and, and, and Quasar. They do a wonderful job of communicating his messages as well to humanity but he wanted to get a wider audience. That's why he's coming forth today, and he'll be coming back on my show again in the future. The Tolosians are peaceful, loving people. They're an example of what we will become in the coming years. Um, He says that for far too long, we've lived in disharmony and war and conflict here on the surface of planet Earth. There's no need for conflict anymore because we all have the spark of the God, of God within us. And we are all natural born healers. There's no reason for any any disease or disharmony because we all have the spark of God within us.
4: This planet, he says, when it was meant to be a paradise where
0: people lived in peace and harmony, and there was no conflict. But over and over again, negative forces have gotten involved in it in an attempt to to distract and take us off our destiny. And it is the destiny, he says, for everyone on this planet to live in peace and harmony. President Kennedy is here as well. And he says that once everyone realizes that we all have the, the God, God within us or the supreme being, we will all live in peace. Gandhi is here as well. That was one of his messages. Mahatma Gandhi's messages was that we are all, we are all one with God. And once we realize that, all these, these distinctions we have between countries, between religions, between races, will all melt away because we all have that spark of of God within us. Gandhi, of course, during his lifetime, tried to reconcile and resolve the differences, especially between the Hindus and and the Muslims. And he was only partially successful. He was very sad that India split apart with Pakistan um, in 1947. And he, he wished that partition had never happened. But we are reaching a point now where all the countries of the world will, will become one in a very, very, very short time. And he wants people to be prepared for it. If you want to look at what a um, beautiful civilization um, is like that lives in peace and harmony, you can only look no further than Solosians, of which Zora is, is part in, in the hollow earth. People of Telos, they work maybe four hours a day, and then the rest of the time they spend uh, doing what they love to do. Um, it could be teaching, it could be artwork, it could be painting, it could be really anything—scientific work that they that they love to do. In Telos itself, the people there communicate telepathically with the animals that they have there, and um, the 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 it's a huge cavern, and they also have. What they call an artificial sun giving sunlight to people with within telos it's golden yellow light there's no shadow but um it's about 120 miles 25 miles beneath beneath mount shasta i'm going into um telos there now and I'm, i'll describe what it looks like it's there's a there's a, a large white plaza um, it looks like um um a, a little village in switzerland and there's a lot of uh, hillsides on the side with these beautiful pine trees. Um, the people ha- are surrounding me now, and Adama is in front of me. Adama is the is the um, is the spiritual head of Telos, and the men and women in front of me are are um, both have long white robes. The men have long beards. The women have long blonde hair. a Little stocky, but they look just like us otherwise. Um, they live for at least a thousand years, and um, they they want to help us as much as they can, but they have to be careful. there's still a lot of negativity here on planet earth and and so um, um, but they 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 welcome you and if you are high vibration, they welcome you to visit them sometime if you wish. The animals live. On the outskirts of, of Telos, um, there's all kinds of, of animals out there, and they all communicate telepathically. There's deer, there's bears, there's giraffe, there's elephants. And when you look at one of them, you can communicate telepathically with them. And, um, and it's really, really fun. One thing you, you'll notice if you walk around Telos, and I'm, I'm down there now, if you walk outside of the city a little bit, you'll see these beautiful flowers. But the colors are different. I'm just looking at some, some red flowers, some red roses now, and the reds are far more intense um, and full of, of, of light energy than what you find here on the surface. As an example, if you've ever been up to uh, the Himalayan mountains in northern India or maybe the, the Rockies in Colorado in the United States, um, when you see flowers or, or vegetation at these, at these very high elevations, like 9,000 feet, the colors are far brighter and, and more um, uh, vibrant um, than they are here on the surface at the lower elevations. The, 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 like the greens of the leaves and the reds of the, of, the, of the flowers, they all kind of vibrate and just kind of jump out at you. But that's what you'll see. Um, and as this planet on the surface moves into the fourth dimension this fall, and then into the fifth dimension two years later, we will have the same experience here on this surface planet civilization, where the flowers and greens and the trees, they will all become far brighter and have a much higher uh, residence, higher frequency than, than we have now. The sky itself will be, we will get our sky back. It has been chemtrailed by the reptiles and by the negatives trying to to, um, to kill us and terraform the planet for their own purposes, but that'll be cleaned up I guarantee he's guaranteeing that that will be cleaned up we will get a lot of help from benevolent extraterrestrials in cleaning up this planet uh, in cleaning up the pollution um, he Zora says that uh, cleaning up Fukushima which there's still radiation left over from the from the um, uh, f- from the unfortunate nuclear accident back in uh, 2011 um, will be very easy to clean up and they haven't, but they've been cleaning it up all these years, but they haven't cleaned it up totally because they wanted to leave it as a reminder not to use nuclear technology because of all the problems that it, that it causes. He's saying that out, on outside of this planet, nuclear technology is illegal. It cannot be used because of so many problems. And he's also saying that uh, nuclear technology was given to us on this planet so that... Um, um, we would destroy ourselves. And once we destroyed ourselves, the reptilians were planning on coming in and just taking over the planet and using it for their own purposes, which is not going to happen because the supreme being, God, if you will, who created all that there is, um, has decreed that this planet shall ascend into the fourth and fifth dimensions. And so, um, and so it is. It is happening right now. And the negatives are being squeezed out. There's nothing they can do to stop our evolution. Um, and even though they may try, um, they can't, they can't stop it. So, and I guess, um, if, you're, if you, if he's saying, if you look at what, no matter who you watch, as far as, um, information from the alternative news on this planet, if it doesn't resonate with you, then don't believe it. this is a planet of free will. If it resonates with your heart, mind, then go with it. If it doesn't resonate with, with your heart, mind, toss it aside because that's based upon the free will of each person on this planet. Um, the, um, um, on, on planets outside of this uh, Earth, uh, in this galaxy, um, human planets, advanced human planets on average live for about 1,000 years, up to 25,000 years. Adama himself, who's the high priest of, of Telos, is about 25,000 years old, but he actually looks no older than 28 or 29 or 30 years old. He's got kind of long blonde hair, um, beautiful person, um, but he doesn't look, uh, he doesn't look very old at all. And that's what um, the the same thing I've run into with my Plitian friends up on the ship. They all look very young. um, And um, you can be quite old in earth years, but yet look very young. That's the other thing about going into the fourth and fifth dimensions. As we leave, third dimension behind the aging clock for people will start to reverse and um, you will get younger and younger and younger looking I've met people from advanced civilizations before who were for for example 300 earth years but they look no more than 25 or 30 years old because their their aging clock had reversed so much in in the higher dimensions so that's where we're headed to now um, this planet was an experiment. Uh, experiment in negativity um, for um, um, to see to see if 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 God introduced uh, negativity to to planet like Earth um, that people would choose the good over the bad and it hasn't really worked out very well. I mean we've been going through this this um, battle between light and dark between. Um, darkness and, and and light forces now for many tens of thousands of years, and it hasn't worked out very well. So this this is an experiment in negativity that's ending now. It is in the process of ending. And so um, people who learn their lessons will ascend into the fourth and fifth dimension and be part of a beau- beautiful new paradise here on earth, or they will return to their star families um, to continue their spiritual journey elsewhere. Uh, for those of you uh, for those people who do not want to be part of this new earth, who want to be part of the old negativity, they will be um, going to a new lower dimensional third density planet on the other side of the solar system. Well, they will be there for at least 25,800 years, which is the time it takes for this planet in this solar system to go around the central sun of this universe. It's called a Katun cycle um, where they will be given another opportunity to, to, um, to advance, as Professor Einstein, Albert Einstein, my friend, says, um, uh, matter once created, energy once created, is never destroyed; it's transformed into other, other forms. So this is what's going to happen here on, on this planet. Uh, we're right now in the middle of a, of the turning, we're more middle of the turning point for human evolution. Um, this is a beautiful planet, uh, Mother Earth, Gaia wants us uh, wants us to evolve, and she wants as many of us as possible. She's very loving, wants as many of us as possible to ascend with her to these new dimensions. But for those people who refuse to change, who want to stick with the old programs of conflict and war and hatred, there's no place for them in this new earth. Absolutely no place. And for, but for some, some souls, um, they've already decided that they don't want to be part of this new earth and they want to leave. And for them, they are leaving. Um, one way or the other. I was given this message years ago that people would start be start leaving um, right now to um, and they would not be part of the new Earth. I didn't know how it would would transpire. Obviously, the SHOT program that's going on now is all part of that. But I didn't know exactly how that would would pan out. Um, So usually in the past, there's been many wars wiping out humanity where people leave and they exit and then they don't come back. But this is a little different this time. It's amazing to me how people often have self-selected themselves to leave this planet. Um, And um, it's a shame, really, because um, um, this is an opportunity that doesn't come on around very often. And as I've said before, all eyes of the universe are currently watching planet Earth to see what we do, and the choices we make, many souls could not be here on this, be it on Earth right now, because there weren't enough bodies to go around. So it's a privilege, not a right, to be here right now. And Mother Earth is pretty tired of all the conflict, the pollution, um, the fact that she's been denigrated and and treated with disrespect all these all these years and all this time. Um, but she's had enough, and she started to ascend. She's given humanity enough choices, in her opinion to ascend to higher uh, higher dimensions. And so this is this is our uh, one last chance right now. <laughs> so um, if you've got conflicts in your life, uh, this is the time now to wrap them up and to resolve them as best as you can. Um, and as President Kennedy has told me, um, if you want to change the world, look no farther than your family. Try to help your family members and friends That you know um, to uh, achieve higher vibrations. This is their one shot. If they miss it, they're going to be going to this other negative planet for a long, 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 long time to come. One of the things that I've realized uh, from going to Mount Shasta, I'll be there at the end of this month in June, as as well again at the end of August, early September, is that many miracle healings do occur there. And the, the most outstanding lesson from all of that is that we are natural born healers who can heal ourselves. When when Adama healed my eyesight and restored it to 20, uh, 2010 eyesight in both eyes here some years ago, and, and then when he gave me a new heart some years ago, I thanked him for it. But he said, it's not you, it's not him to thank, it's God to thank, because he helped me tie in to the God within me to heal myself. This is how the healing works. And a lot of spiritual healing is done, done just that. So that's the main lesson you get from being being out there. And you realize that you are limitless spiritual creatures, of of spiritual entities who can who are is designed to live forever. We we are supposed to have immortality, according to Zora. And there's no reason for us to die. Um, Other other uh, benevolent uh, civilizations beyond this planet say that humans on on planet Earth are spiritual babies because we may. We may work our old lives, and then by the time we get to 70, 80, or even 90 or 100 years old, then we we pass away. But we're getting to, just at that age later uh, in later years, then that's when we're just starting to wake up to realize what life is all about. And we're asking questions like, why are we here? What should we be doing? What lessons can we learn from this particular life? And what should we do next? Those are the sorts of things. That's that's why we're called spiritual babies. That um, that we need to realize that there's a whole bunch of other things happening. See, when you live for 1,000 years, you have time to learn these spiritual lessons over and over again. And especially if you live more than a 1,000, like 25,000 years, like many people do outside of Earth, um, they they learn what the purpose is. And there's no such thing as death because we're supposed to be immortal. And we'll soon be realizing all of these truths here very, very soon. Um, when you enter into the fifth dimension, and we will be entering into the fifth dimension in about two, two and a half years, um, you gain access to what's called universal knowledge. Universal knowledge is like a cornucopia of information from God or the supreme being. You can ask any question you like and get, get the answer. Up on board uh, the mother my mothership, the Pleiadian mothership, you can go to deck, um, uh, what deck is it? I think it's 20... 26, no, 24. And they have what's called the wisdom room there. It's like a library. And you sit down in these large fluffy chairs and a screen comes down in the middle right in front of you. And you can, you communicate telepathically with it, with your mind. And you can travel anywhere in the past, present or future. You can go on the back in time and watch Lincoln's, Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address if you want. You can um, go back to the time of Egypt and watch the pyramids being constructed. And by the way, the pyramids were constructed not with conventional third dimension, third-dimensional ways. They were they were done through singing and the mind. That was those were the Atlantean techniques, because the, the, the survivors from Atlantis are the ones who constructed the pyramids in, in Egypt. You can go into the future too. The only problem with going into the future is that it's only about it. It can be only about seventy or eighty percent or ninety percent accurate because anytime you go into the future, you get um, a possibility of, of people's free will choices changing, um, changing the future and their future decisions. But you can get kind of a ballpark about how, how, how things are. But it's an amazing place, um, and you watch it. You can, can connect with your mind. And that's how the, um, the, it's called the Wisdom Room. It's like their library up on board the ship. Um, the ship itself also has a zoo and a planetarium where you can talk to the animals. You can talk to elephants and giraffes and all kinds of different animals from not only this galaxy, but other galaxies, other dimensions. And they all communicate telepathically. Um, on board the ship, they have uh, hydroponics in the in the crewmen's, in the, in the crew headquarters, in the crew quarters. Where like in my quarters, I'm up on board ship, I can just pick out like different leaves, I want lettuce and cabbage or whatever I want fruit, they have fruit trees there as well all kinds of things um, gotten some from the earth here. But it's a beautiful ship. And um, when you when you look out into the space, my God, it's just such an amazing, amazing picture you got. And I've seen, I've been up there before. Where I've looked down at planet Earth, and it looks so beautiful, quiet, tranquil, tranquil and peaceful. Back in um, 1996, uh, Dolores Cannon, I did a three-hour um, uh, reading with her, and she brought me into the future to 2096, where I was an uh, um, um, engineer on on my on the current mothership where I am now. And you look, you could look out the window and look way down below. And and see planet Earth, a beautiful blue blue, uh, blue orb, um, and very peaceful. By that time, all the conflict had gone away. We had successfully gone shifted uh, evolved into the fifth dimension, and this is what this is what drives me: the the, the prospect of a better and, and much better future for all of us. So my 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 advice to everyone today from Zora, the Hollow Earth, Adama. My Plebeian friends, the Sasquatch, and the Galactic Alliance, is to treat each other with kindness and love and respect. Um, And um, the most, as as, um, Albert Einstein tells me now, the most powerful and important force in the universe is love. And if you recognize that, there's nothing impossible that you can't do. As the Beatles said, all you need is love. (laughs) <laughs> All you need is love to accomplish anything Anything you want. I've mentioned this before, but, but uh, Professor Einstein wanted me to mention this now. Back in 1955, he wrote a book. He wrote a letter called The Bomb of Love, where um, it was to, to his daughter, Listerl, and he sent it to her and asked her to keep it for 30 years before releasing it. I don't know why he, he asked for 30 years, but he asked her to keep it for 30 years. And so in 1985, she released it. And in this letter, he said that if he had to do redo everything over again, instead of creating a bomb of destruction with the atomic bomb, he would have created a bomb of love. Because love is the most powerful and important force in the universe that empowers, that uplifts, and that can transform humanity into the powerful spiritual beings we're supposed to be. And so I th- I've always thought that was amazing, um, an amazing quote. And I urge everyone to, to look it up if, if they haven't already. It's on the web. It's free. You can, you can read it. Um, but uh, to practice as much, they're all saying to practice as much love and understanding. You can in your lives because this is what what we're all about. And because love is the most powerful and important force in the universe, we should also pr- try to have a, 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 at least half of our day spent in as much positive vibrations as, as, as possible. That's one of the mess- messages I got from uh, Judy Kelly last week. She gave me a reading. Um, after I interviewed her a week ago, and she said that um, the Telotians were around me constantly, which was nice, as as well as my, of course, my Platian friends. And that's what they wanted me to tell everyone: is that um, we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier place, and it is our destiny to create a paradise here here on Earth. So, for my uh, concluding, for my last words today, I would say. Um, that for everyone, treat each other with love and respect, even strangers on the street. Um, If you see a homeless person out there, um, I always try to give homeless people a couple of bucks, but if you don't have any money, um, give them some words of encouragement, because that can be some of the most important things to help turn their lives around. There was a guy named uh, Garnet Schulheiser, an attorney from uh, Calgary, who was on my Galactic Wisdom Conference back in 2016 or 17. um The most important thing he ever did, according to his angels and guides, was to give um, some words a half hour of advice to a young homeless uh, lady in Calgary one spring day years ago, where she uh, lost her home, was living out in the street and he gave her he gave her some good advice about you know how to get her, get her act together and visit some social service agencies and some churches willing to help her. And she turned her life completely around. She actually looked him up couple of years later and had gotten married, was having a family, had a new career and was very happy. And so um, sometimes it's not the biggest things in life um, that count, uh, but the smallest things in life as well, the little half hours or 20 minutes here and there. So choose your words carefully when you talk to people. I miss—I mean, Mr. Schultheiser had won millions of dollars in, in for his law firm in Calgary, Canada, but that wasn't important. And what was important was that one 30 minute conversation he'd had with that that young lady who was homeless and destitute on the street and and needed some words of advice and encouragement. And so um, when you see somebody on the street or somebody you know having a hard time, um, give them some encouragement, your words um, have more power than you'll ever realize. In Japan, they have what's called Shintoism, which is an ancient um, uh, Japanese religion where uh, words and all have, have spirits behind them. And so this, the words that you say to people do, do have an effect. Um, and so choose your words carefully when you, when you talk to people. Um, as Dr. Emoto found out, when you send love and gratitude, uh, when you write the words love and gratitude on a glass of water, um, and then you look in the, the electron microscope as to what these crystals look like, They'll look like this. These beautiful water crystals. But on the other hand, if you send negative thoughts or negative words, um, say negative words like you fool to a, a glass of water, the, the water itself breaks down into these crystals here. This is called you fool here. That's what he found. So the upshot of all this was that um, we are, are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier world. Um, these books, by the way, are going out to the Hopi with the water filters to the to families with children on the Hopi reservation. And if you'd like to contribute to pay for some books, um, please send me an email. Um, they're only five bucks a piece, but um, the contributions are, are are welcomed and it's for a nonprofit. Um, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. I'd be happy to send you the information. But um, I think it's he, he wanted to what he, he did, he started this beautiful project called The Message from Water and with these books, um, started in uh, 2005 with The Message to the United Nations. And his theory was that if you educate kids as to the, to the value of uh, creating a better world with, these, with your thoughts that um, you can create, you, it'll have an effect because these kids then will grow up later in life and they'll be interested in creating a much better and happier world rather than fighting and they'll watch the language, and and they'll be responsible for making the, the planet a better place. Japan is actually one of the most beautiful and spiritually advanced countries in the world, and according to my angels and guides, they will be shifting first into the into the fifth dimension here in the next couple of years. Um, the U.S. will shift as well, but it's going to take a little longer here because we have still many 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 negative elements here in this uh, in this great country. Um, the U.S. itself, Japanese. I have some Japanese psychics in Japan, and they refer um, the United States as uh, Atlantis 2.0. Isn't that funny? And Japan is called uh, Lemuria 2.0 because Japan was the furthermost western part of the uh, of, of Lemuria. I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. Um, I have a spiritual mentoring program, and also give out readings. If you're interested, just see my website outofthisworldreadings.com. And um, I hope you all have a beautiful and happy day. I want to thank you so much for listening. We with today's show we should have we should have about 125 million listeners in over 100 countries, and that just tells me that the entire planet is is waking up and we are shifting now rapidly into the fourth and now fifth dimension. I'll be back at three o'clock with a special program. Uh, or sorry, three yeah three p.m. Pacific time with a special program on Father's Day, and then on Monday I will have a famous medical doctor. Dr. Lee Merritt on my German and English show. Um, I can't remember whether it's going to be on BBS or in Vienna. Let me check quickly. Um, actually, it'll be, um, that program will be in Vienna on Radio Soul International. So if you are in Austria, uh, um, Germany, or Switzerland, uh, please tune into Radio Soul International out of Vienna. I'll be broadcasting at 12 noon Pacific, 2 p.m. Central. Um, 3 p.m. Eastern or 9 p.m. Central European time with Dr. Lee Merritt. She's a famous medical doctor and I know you really enjoy listening to her. Hope you all have a beautiful and happy day and thank you again so much for listening to Out of This World Radio. You know if we all work together, we can create a much we are we can and will create a much better and happier happy world. And Doug and Don, thank you again for all your fantastic help. I'll see you again in about two hours, my friends, with a special tribute to Father's Day. Bye-bye, everyone. Arigato.